downright un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It's all about the money. Anti-American. They want the money. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like death. And un-American. 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 Treasonous. Period. I guess why not? It, it doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. They want the money. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I mean, they certainly didn't seem to love our country very much. Right, un-American. Welcome to another episode of Un-American, the show about traitors, turncoats, and treasonous, where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined tonight. <laughs> <laughs> By Franklin and Jim. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Frank? I'm doing great. What's with that long sigh? I don't know. I you read like, a lot into that. Yeah, I don't know. Don't make this a lot sound like it. this conversation is going to be like seriously depressing. No, it's but not. it's not. It's it's not. I, I actually I kind of know what we're talking about. I think this conversation will actually be the opposite of that. Um, but I yeah, I don't know. Don't read too much into it. I got a baby <laughs> on the way in two days. Like I yeah. don't read too much into yeah, the, the size. The emotions that go on with that. Yeah. I'm, so, I understand. So yeah. Um anyway, how are you, Frank? I'm doing great. Um, I'm glad to be back in the it's been a while since I see that every episode. Yeah, it's been it, about a, a month or so yeah. anyway. I'm dealing with I you guys have kids and real lives and stuff and I have nothing going on so I'm just waiting. <laughs> So much shit to talk about. Somebody call me so we can fucking bitch about shit. Yeah. No, well, I'm glad you're you're doing well. I'm glad we're back in the same room again together as well. That was a weird sentence. I'm going to be weird tonight. I've got a lot of shit on my mind. So That's fine. um, How are you, Jim? I'm good, man. Uh, We just moved into a a bigger rental. Uh, I think we probably have an extra 400 square feet. In a, like a legit third bedroom to where uh, Mason now has a door. <laughs> um, Very nice. Yeah, he w- we made his room at the old house out of the dining room, quote unquote. Because um, it like I don't know how you could call it a dining room. It was like, a kitchen, like kitchenette eating area. It was <laughs> maybe like maybe like a ten by ten. Like it's just yeah. It's, is tiny. Yeah, a bigger house couldn't come at a better time. It for you went guys, back right? back when it was like when the house was built. That was a legitimate third bedroom. But the guys that made it a rental were like they they took the doors off and put like a cutout hole in the wall. I don't know. It was just weird. The house, the house was built in 1947. And it was really small and it it was way too small for our family size. So. Thank God we're out of there. Well, I'm glad just, that uh, you were able to. Like, I know that that's a that's a yeah, not this, fun. This makes it comfortable. Like, when we were in that really tiny house, like I just it, it was eating me alive the way the housing market was because I'm not gonna buy a house right now. It's just ridiculous. It no, makes, you fucking yeah. can't. Yeah, right on. Well, I am doing well tonight too. Um, I am, I have a fucking huge list that's probably going to get cut down and I'm just going to like run through some things real quick because after two days from now, um, when my daughter is here, I don't know what the fuck my schedule is going to be. So I'm going to get, get this out in this, uh, silver lining here. Few people to thank, um, for, 
the for all of like the the support throughout the getting ready for a baby <laughs> stage um frank your mom was fucking awesome and sent a bunch of clothes so thank you tina your sister christina was amazing and sent a bunch of shit um which was really helpful i'm super uh, you tell how many babies are born in my family that my sister and mom just constantly have shit. Like, what yeah. gender is it? All right, I'm sending some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've been really fortunate. I've had a bunch of people. Um, I want uh, Brittany, my sister, Kayla, my sister, um, have all like thrown a shit my way. A ton of people. I know I'm forgetting people, but I wanted to like personally shout out a bunch of people. Um, is it a difference it, between your first kid where you're buying everything? You're like, we need a crib, we need a bassinet. Well, you know but when you're like your third kid, you're like, everyone just give me whatever you got. I know a lot of people well, have kids. No, what's actually great is pretty much every time that, in my experience anyway, with the three pregnancies, each time that we were um, preparing to have a child, there are tons of people that we know who have older children and a bunch of shit. And like... Um, that's and, been like our case too. Yeah, and that's the way we are too. I mean, like when my kids grow out of their stuff, I have like boxes upstairs of, and I'm just waiting for somebody to be like, "I'm having a boy." Like, okay, here, like <laughs> take all of this stuff that my kids can't fit in, um, because somebody should use it, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm but I'm really lucky. So I wanted to say thank you to to those people. Um. You know, I'm excited, obviously, that and, and nervous because I haven't had an infant for the, the past four and a half, yeah. half years. And never a girl. And never a girl. But I am super stoked about that. There's a lot of pink in the house that hasn't been here before. And I did really notice because cool, so. I brought you clothes for – I think I brought you clothes for Philip, but with my mom and Christina yeah. giving them. But I remember like with a girl, I was like, man little girl stuff is way cuter than oh, little yeah. boy stuff. Totally. Like, it's way more rare. Like you get little boys is just like t-shirts and shorts. Right. It's pretty much all you're getting. Yeah. No, all I'm that. And it's like cars, dinosaurs. It, yep. Uh, Which astronauts say this. I yeah. love all those things, but like, yeah, it's been the same thing it's since the, like the fucking forties. Like the very typical, like, you know, perennial boy, like what's cool for boys and boys get nothing on their head except a stocking cap. Whereas girls have like bows and like all kinds of different shit. Yeah. Um, Mason had uh, those beanies that have like a poof ball on top, a palm beanie. Yeah, only because his his mom bought them. <laughs> <laughs> My wife bought those, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. But he, he looked all right, and I guess he rocked it. Yeah, that kid right now. I mean, he's way cooler than I am. So I guess he's way cooler to than I am too. <laughs> yeah. I saw those pictures. I was like, damn, that kid has swag. I have none. Right. I have dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so yeah, no, I'm really excited. So I wanted to say thank you and shout out um, all of the people. And I, and like I said, everyone, like if I didn't say your name, then I apologize. And I'm still very grateful to everyone. Anyway, so we're about to get into an episode. I am not going to host this one uh, because Frank is the man for, for putting this all together. Before we do get started, do you have a out of out of context clip or anything like that? I do not. We're good, just going to get right good. into it. We are not going to get right into oh, it. God damn it. We will get right into it in a second, um, but I do want to give one more shout out to our newest Patreon patriot, um, Lori um, Ordway. Ordway, so thank you uh, for hitting up that Patreon page. We appreciate it, and uh, yeah, shout out to you. Thank you very much. Look at your Twitter profile. Is the word Patriot in there? Oh, I'd pat you on the back, but you beat me to it. There you go. Uh, so thank you, Lori. Um, 
Yes. So now we can get right into it. Frank, tell us what we're going to talk about, despite the title of the episode. <clears throat> right. So we we all know who Milo is, and we're going to get to know him a little more throughout the episode. But uh, for the uninitiated, Brandon, do you want to tell us who this living troll is? Uh, yeah. Milo Yiannopoulos, born Milo uh, Han- Hanrahan? Han- Hanrahan? Hanrahan. Hanrahan? Really? Yeah. Like, like from the movie Slapshot, the goalie on the opposing team. H A Hanrahan. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how it's spelled. Uh, born oct- in October of eighteen of eighteen nineteen eighty four. Who's also published as Milo Andreas Wagner. And the the mononym Milo is a British alt-right political commentator. His speeches and writings often ridicule Islam, feminism, social justice, and political correctness. Ianopoulos is a former editor for Breitbart News, an American far-right media organization. Ianopoulos worked for Breitbart from 2014 until 2017. During this time, Breitbart... Ianopoulos rose to prominence as a significant voice in Gamergate harassment campaign. In July 2016, he was permanently banned from Twitter for online harassment of actress Leslie Jones. He was permanently banned from Facebook in 2019. According to hundreds of emails by Ianopoulos leaked by BuzzFeed in uh, by BuzzFeed News in late 2017, Annapolis repeatedly solicited white nationalists such as American Renaissance editor uh, Devin Saucier uh, or Saucier. Saucier. I like Saucier because that's also a job you can have in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, for story ideas and editing suggestions during his tenure at Breitbart. Annapolis has been accused of advocating pedophilia. The allegation arose from several video clips in which he said that the sexual relations between 13-year-old boys and adult men can be... Uh, quote, perfectly consensual and positive experiences for boys. Following the release of the video clips, Ianopoulos resigned from his position at Breitbart. His invitation to speak before the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, was revoked, and a contract to publish his autobiography with Simon & Schuster was canceled. Ianopoulos has said that he is not a supporter of pedophilic pedophilic relationships and that his uh, statements were merely attempts to cope with his own victimhood as an object of child abuse by an un- by unnamed older men. Um, in 2022, Annapolis served as an intern for Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. In November 22, he briefly worked with musician Kanye West on his 2024 presidential election bid. So... That is the weirdest of roller coasters, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it. I will say there's going to be some kick-ass movie made in like 50 years that someone's going to win an Oscar for playing this fucked-up person. (laughs) I feel like it. It's going to be almost as depressing as uh, the 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 movie about um, the the asteroid coming and hitting Earth. No, oh, don't look up. Oh, don't look up. It's Armageddon. Satire. Bruce Willis yeah. is like, we're gonna send. This is how Elo, or Milo's yeah. uh, story <laughs> ends: is being sent yeah. up to a fucking comet. So, uh, don't look up is essentially is uh, the scientists find an asteroid that's gonna hit Earth, and nobody believes him. And I hope the it's idea essentially that essentially the 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 Trump yeah uh, Kanye's responding uh, to it like no the the meteor doesn't exist. I love the idea that Elon will be on Twitter being like, "Should I send Milo to the to Mars? Yes or no? <laughs> Who will be on Twitter? It'll probably be President Yay. <laughs> like, yeah. like at this point, Jesus. All right, so I don't want to laugh at that too much because we did that with Trump. And yeah, look no where that shit. got us. 
Um, well, with that in mind, I am not going to – I'm going to let you take over and uh, kind of tell us where we're going to start. I think back in 2015, 16 with Joe Rogan, right? That's yeah. where we're going to start our journey. Everywhere that doesn't have a strong Christian heritage is a fucked up place with bad, with bad morals. That's a ridiculous statement. <laughs> That's a ridiculous statement. That's Everywhere ridiculous that statement. doesn't have Judeo-Christian <laughs> values uh, is a fucked up place. I think that, yes, I think, I think it, sh it should be a perfectly reasonable, respectable thing to say that our culture is better. I believe our culture is better our than culture, everywhere else in the, the world. culture of Christians. I think European, Christians European, are running around doing ketamine and European, fucking each other. European <laughs> and American culture, which is based on Judeo-Christian values, is better than other cultures. I think it's uh, uncontroversial to say so. But what's what based on Judeo-Christian values about being a good person? Person. Ultimately, our it has sense, nothing ultimately to do our with sense the of right and wrong involved. comes from the Bible. What? So it, uh, I can't, yeah, this, this was back when I liked Joe Rogan because he was heavily pushing back there. He was, and we will get, we'll get to the, the hating Joe Rogan like halfway through the episode. He'll come All back. All right. This is well but before I divorced myself like, from Joe Rogan. This is actually like, get him, Joe, because what he's saying makes no fucking sense. Right. And you're actually pushing back it on It actually him. makes me mad. Uh, Where he ends up. Well, no, it makes yeah because it makes me mad listening to this because this was back when I understood why people like Joe Rogan. Yeah, because he does have some like moments. I'll have someone on who maybe I don't agree with a hundred percent, and I'll push back. He's also the, the other thing yeah. though that we should recognize too, probably, uh, is that Milo's an easy person to push back on. Yeah, like. <laughs> He, yeah. he's an easy he's a, person he's, to push back on and after Joe Rogan signed uh, the, the Spotify deal he's lazier he doesn't back, have to give a back fuck on, right? back in the day of convince me I'm wrong that would have been an indefensible position for sure <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, this it, it sucks because this episode is going to make me like Joe Rogan a little it bit. It won't. <laughs> Wait until about halfway okay. right, through and you'll hate good, him again. Good, I'm glad. I just need to make sure. Just play a clip from yesterday's episode or something like that. <laughs> you'll be all right. <laughs> it does. What comes from the Bible? Ultimately, our sense of right and wrong comes from the Bible. Our sense of right I think, and wrong. I think, I think your you sense think of... there's the only way that a person could have ethics and morals and treat each other well. No, I didn't well. say the only way. Don't you think I that people no, understand anyway. what's I good and specific... what's bad? Listen, if we're going to have a conversation, we can't keep talking over each other like this. When someone is trying to make a point about something that's ahead, complex ahead, like this, if, you're, if you think that the only way for a person to have ethics or an understanding of each other or compassion for each other is to rely on ancient myths that are easily scientifically disproven, that. well, that's what Christianity is. No, I didn't say that. I well, said that's that the specific. The I said that, said that the specific set of values that you have is influenced more than you would like to admit by your Judeo-Christian heritage. What's it? It's influenced by. A there are certain things that I think factors. all of us. Uh, Miles, like I don't necessarily agree with Joe go, taking the firm stance on. Oh, your religion's just bullshit. Well, no, I don't think I that's should say what they're talking productive. about is Milo is essentially. This is uh, talking about banning Muslims. The idea of Trump wanting to ban Muslims from coming into this country. That is what Milo is talking about. He is on the side of banning Muslims because their culture is inherently more evil. And Joe is pushing back and being like, like that doesn't Why? make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And Milo is trying to play this game of like, we're all, well, our, our Christian Judeo, like Christian methods, like, are, are like make us better, our morals. Like, re any religion doesn't inherently make somebody a good person. It's it's just ridiculous to make exactly. That claim. Also, I like the, the, any and, and I'm a, a a pretty devout Christian myself, but like I don't. What kind of arrogance do you have to have to to say about every other person in the world other well, than your own religion type? Is, the argument though that uh, yeah. the argument though that he is probably making my bet 
it is that because he's try, he's pushing his argument to Joe right now in the middle of this conversation that they've been having is uh, that you your view like worldview has been um, more influenced by religion than you would admit. Like that's the safe argument, and that right? probably that's is the, true. And that probably is true. Been, yeah, it is. There is some truth to it, but that's why all Western like, culture. That's, well, is, that's, right. that's why people like him use that argument. Yeah, right. Because the truth is that claims. every culture yeah. in the world is influenced by the religion that like they've had for that's, years. That's why. That's just a basic human thought that he's trying to make sound like some kind of like revelation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Catholic Church but, ran the world for a while, but, right? So. What I was really getting at is like it's super arrogant to say that a religion is the responsibility for people being a good person. Because exactly. Right. The world that we currently live in, there's like religious people in the population are actually the minority. Well, well they're, and they're there becoming, are, there's there's, there's there's a lot of agnostics or atheists, and atheism is rising. And the, the and, idea and is they're suggest, not inherently bad people. There's the, a lot of good exactly. people. Exactly, and that's the idea of suggesting being a good that, person like, is just inherent to being a human being. Right. Yeah. And they're trying to suggest that you can only be a good person if you hold some kind of belief in Christ, which I reject wholeheartedly. I know a lot of atheists that still have morals and boundaries and values. I haven't. I like. I haven't taught my kids about religion, and I don't plan to. And I will tell you. I don't plan to now, currently, while they're four and five, because I think that it's too... I don't think that they can handle that. Like, Nor atheism. You wouldn't sit down and read, like, no. read as God is not great to Ideally, them. Ideally, if I... When I, like, sit my kids down and... Or when they... There's a lot of Christians that would believe that you do. Here, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here, I'm, here's, sure. I'm not one of them. Here's what, I guess, my... Like, my ideal way for them to first be introduced to religion would be like, so, a bunch of groups of people believe in things. Here's, like, three or four books. Have fun investigating. Yeah. <laughs> or when they ask what you, do you about think? God, be like, oh, that's an interesting question. So we're from this country. We kind of all – we heavily believe this. I mean, but, it's just – you know, like I just think Milo's making a bullshit point because you can't – And it's such a bullshit the, point that Joe Rogan, the man that we all know – Being a person is relative as fuck. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and what it, Milo thinks of a good person is like, yay – Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes. <laughs> right. like, that's... Yeah, that's a good point to make. Right now, yeah. as we're recording this, Milo is back in the news because, well, first, he started working as a campaign manager for Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I don't know, I guess they had a falling that out. Surprise me Whatever either. he left, Milo went and that. worked with uh, Ye-, uh, Ye on his presidential campaign, uh, the birthday party 2024, I assume. <laughs> I mean, they can't do worse than 60,000 votes for $12, $13,000 million. True. So, um, Milo was with Ye. I guess my, the, the rumors are that my, I guess Milo introduced Ye to Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes. Okay, so Infowars introduced why do Kanye. I feel offended? Yeah, there we Kanye go. has I was said. Say, why do I feel offended? Ye by has the said word that Ye. he was talking to someone at like Owen Schroyer or someone who said like, "Oh, you would like Milo." Milo teamed up Ye with Nick Fuentes. The three of them went and had dinner with Trump, and then there was a whole falling out because Nick Fuentes is an out and out white Nazi. supremacist. And then Ye, to double down on the point, went on a bunch of podcasts and praised Hitler. Uh, and then at <laughs> a certain point, Milo left the campaign. Yeah. And then sent Ye a check for $160,000 for services rendered, I guess. Um, so it's a whole shit show. They're all turning on each other. But that's the reason he's relevant again in the news. He His whole shtick is just to remain relevant. Yeah. It's the only way he knows how to make money. And, well, he's, and he's, you see it in these clips. It's just like, sucker. let's shock you and see what I can get you. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that, and I'll try to justify it. Milo is a true 
blood sucking grifter. That might be the title the of this only, episode. Yeah. That's the only way he knows how to make money. Yep. What you are. I mean, like, I might who, take it to who extremes, you are, but but who you are. Being a gay that's man. Not who I am. That's promiscuous. That's what I do. I but mean, that is, this is prohibited this. in the Bible. Yes, but I, I agree that it would be better if I didn't behave like this, and if I could do you really? choose to be heterosexual, so I would do so. you're a self-loathing homosexual. No, 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 and I won't have this. You need to read a wonderful essay by Brace. No, I don't need to read shit. <laughs> Joe's such a dick. That is a great line, though, where oh, he's man. like, so you're a health, you're, although, you, you don't want to be gay, so you're a health, self-hating gay. No, I won't have that. you got to read the although, No, I don't got to read shit. Like, answer my question. Yeah, no, that is a good point, because while Joe is a dick in, in real life. Because that's a dodge. you got to go read this. Well, yeah. I'm not, obviously not going to do that on no. air, and if you can't explain it to me, it's not a valid point. Yeah, like, you can't come in with a half argument. Yeah. Like, if don't make it if you don't know what the argument is. Yeah, like, you're trying to you're just Milo. This is again why Milo. The only reason he was valuable in the first place, he would have just been a troll who just doxed fucking women who made video games at first. But there was a novelty to an openly gay man who like had black boyfriends talking about racist shit mm-hmm. and anti you know, hom- or like you know homophobic shit and trying to justify it like that's why he was a, a a useful tool to the alt right and to Trump in particular to be like look there's a gay person who will vote for me i'm not homophobic <laughs> like he filtered a lot of hate for like and tried to indoctrinate a lot of minorities into yeah. voting against their own interest Brace. no i don't need to read shit i need to know <laughs> what the fuck you're saying okay so Brace because what talk- you're saying is who you are is, is, no, it's not who it's you, prohibited it's not in the who Bible. You are, because I don't think my sexuality is an important component of my It's a huge part person. of you. You talk about it all the time. Well, it's talk, a massive part of what we've talked about on the show. I think... Um, it comes up anytime you want to make a funny point. That's he, a fair he point. He calling right? him yeah. out good. Yeah, and I, I wish Joe would do that consistently, because that would be... Well, he used to. He, he maybe changed, there was a point. He changed, and he's... Yeah, because he this was... Well, this was still Rogan, who... This was uh, several, like a few years anyway, before Spotify and whatever. Like this was, yeah. ro- this, this is the, what this got was Rogan like, to Spotify. This was like 2014, 2015. 2015. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was you're a right long on. Long. This is before COVID denialism became a thing that yeah. he kind of bought into. Um, Trump, the 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 wheels hadn't like. Rogan was never a guy who like believed in Obama's fake birth certificate. He would never, right. go, that, never go that far. Yeah. But he did get red-pilled in a sense that he bought into uh, ivermectin and COVID denialism yeah. and would start having grifters on and not questioning them enough. And we'll get to that in a bit because Joe doesn't do nearly this good a job in the second episode. Yeah, He's had Milo on, I think, three times, twice. Yeah, I, I think I bailed on Joe early 2020. But yeah, he had Milo on quite a bit. After this episode, I think After he had him on two or three more the times. the pedophile comments came to light. He still yeah. had and, him on. And within yeah. that same time frame, he also had Gavin McGinnis on. Yeah. Like, it was just some very like, – yeah, he, he, he pushed back on a lot of people, but he also gave platforms to this, a really lot of – Yeah. This may have been – Super questionable folks. This specific interview may have been in, like, what – like, where Rogan peaked. Yeah, in terms like, of like right before he started to come down the other side of the mountain. Yeah, he peaked, and then the opposite side of the mountain was like a K two slope, like yeah. straight down. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> very, very quick. Milo goes on. It comes up anytime you want to define your sexuality or your urges or your decadence. I think you jump to it because I think, I think it's you. Well, I think people leap to the most 
the most different thing about themselves or the most unusual thing about themselves anytime they want to be funny or be um you know it's it, it, black that's why black comedians talk about being black a lot chris rock always talks about you know blacks and the n-word um it's why uh you know muslim comedians only ever talk about islam it's you know gay comedians talk about being gay i think that's you go to that because it's the most uh -huh. different funny thing about you it's and it's a sort of sort of a form of laziness i suppose um so i don't, I don't know that's particularly relevant he doesn't even like I, here's why uh, it's relevant though he equivocated himself to comedians yeah so here's why it's relevant chris Rock may talk about being black a lot because his whole life has been spent in, in an inherently racist country where he has been unfairly subjected and it's to also scrutiny. His, it's also his comedic shtick. Also, but a big part of Chris Rock's act is not him saying, I wish I was white. I would be better off if I was white. Right. They don't hate the fact that they're black. They hate the fact that they're treated differently because they're black. Right. That's the difference. Yeah. Milo, it, this it's a weird thing because like the way that with Milo, he has the convenience of ah, that might be the wrong way of terming it. Anyway, fuck Milo. Like this isn't. It's not a LGBT. It was convenient the way he used it. Well, it, no, he's it, always it, used his his homosexuality as right. a convenient. It, and we'll get into that. He, we know him now as an even, gay It almost doesn't guy. even seem real when he's saying it because he's not. It doesn't sound like he believes well, it. It using, sounds like he's, he's using, using it to it. make a, a living. But um, no, wait, listen, it's absolutely relevant. Well, you're supposed to be stoned to death in a lot of cultures. Could, well, in Muslim cultures, not yeah. in ours. Not in ours. Um, and it's, it's, only the, it's only the Muslim world that does that now. It was 11 countries. Well, they're the last people. ones that continue the grand old tradition of killing gay people. <laughs> but that shit's been around forever. I mean, well, what does it say in the Bible about a man lying with another man? I think if I could, I mean, if, I, if death, I could choose, right? if, I, and if I could choose, I wouldn't be homosexual. Really? That doesn't make me self-loathing. Um, yes, just, it does. Yeah, he's That's the definition of self-loathing. Straight <laughs> up just a troll. Fuck this guy. Like. Right. He is just a troll. He doesn't believe anything that he's saying. No, it's he's, just for shock value. Yeah, it's just dumb. So if someone came out with a doesn't pill, make me self Pfizer came, came out with a pill to make me fucking straight. does. No, it doesn't. You no, don't it think doesn't. it makes you self-loathing to not. hate a part of what you are? I don't hate a part of what I am. I love all of me, but if I could choose to be even better, then I would be. So you'd be better if you were straight? Yes. Wow. Anybody so, would be. Even, even Rogan shocked. Like, right. Rogan because is just like... Because it's an obviously stupid thing well, to say. Like, yeah. And the idea that Milo, he said this before, one of the clips I didn't cut is him talking about the fact that, like, we live in the, uh, a post-truth society and I love it. Milo loves the fact that he can say anything and try to justify it. No matter how contradictory it is to everyday life, common sense, basic human beliefs, he's, he just gets off on the fact that he can be a contrarian. Yeah, he's a douche who was in debate club like not that that inherently makes you a douche but not like, even that's what club. he's doing there used to be a time where if you were this kind of person the only way you could get noticed was you had to go to like a kinko's and you had to print off a bunch of pamphlets and stand on a corner and hand them out and most people would crumple them up or just ignore you yeah and the, then the internet happened throw them and in the you could find like you could yeah. go on these stupid websites and find no matter how dumb your beliefs are you could find people that would agree and eventually you can kind of game the system of being like, well, I'm gay. If I just say the things that they want to hear, yeah. they'll all elevate me and I can make money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. The old-fashioned yeah. way was better when it was just a guy outside the Liberty Bell. Like, that you could all, the like, Jews yeah. killed Jesus! Every like, time you've gone to a concert in St. Louis, you've seen that, that guy a million nine times. nine people out of ten ignore. Yeah. Going yeah. to a Tool concert and you see that one guy with a megaphone being like, you're all going to oh, hell. Yeah. Dude, yeah. There's, there's somebody that stands out in front of the Blues game and does the same thing with a megaphone. 
I think it's like the as, one guy. As we're all walking, it's the in. one crazy guy. He just doesn't have dial up. That's he wears, the problem. He wears <laughs> he wears army camo pants. Yeah, stands and then on a, a, a black shirt crate. with a white cross on it. They all yeah. do. <laughs> like, yeah. They all wear that. That's what I saw that's in the Salvation Army. So too. weird. The Salvation so Army weird. uniform. That, that's the like when you sign up for the Salvation Army. That's their infantry class, right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. So this is a. Uh, this clip is where we're going to end on Rogan, I believe, and it's because Milo just pretty much says that, like, the only reason he's doing this is because he has a career out of doing this. If Johnson and Johnson would be better if came along straight. and had an anti-gay pill, yeah, you would take it. Well, it would be career suicide, but I probably would, yeah. Yeah, because the only reason he has a career is because he's gay. And he's willing to say the things that gay people aren't supposed to say. I don't because remember. it's obviously against their interest. I, I know for a fact that I listened to this episode back in 2015, but mm-hmm. I don't. Re- I I think I, I think I deleted this episode well before this point because it just You'd it be got right so ridiculous. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's stupid. Uh, it's a waste of my time to listen to I, this for another hour and a half. And this is why I only pulled this clip from it because it's a four-hour episode or whatever. I wonder, oh yeah, that's the way all of his used to and be. And it's just, it's just nonsense. I wonder if now, like post-pandemic, if he would still take a pill from Johnson and Johnson, or if he would like <laughs> demand not. that it was Pfizer point, or Moderna. Seventy-four yeah. percent <laughs> effective, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna cut ahead. Uh, we're gonna talk about Milo's appearance on, I think, the Drunk Peasants podcast. Okay. This is where Milo talked about. This is the thing that eventually got him "quote unquote" canceled. Although we know from the present day, he has been—he's only been elevated since then. Well, um, kind of. I would say that honestly, he was probably bigger back then for a minute. Like this, think, this probably did hurt him. I think this is also probably strategically one of the reasons why he's ex-gay now. He, yeah. So he—he he got popular with right-wing media at the same exact time that Shapiro did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he got the other thing though that he had was he was doing he was doing like the whole like trolling thing on the internet too, and he he was also one of the people that was at it was Milo and and Shapiro at Berkeley, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. think it got shut down more because Milo was there than it than it probably did Shapiro, yeah, at that point anyway. Yeah, because and well, it's because Milo will say stuff like this. I'm just gonna. I'll be quick. This arbitrary and oppressive idea of consent, which totally destroys, you know, um, the you know, understanding that many of us have of the complexities and subtleties and complicated nature of many relationships. You know, people are messy and complex, and actually, in in, in a homosexual world, particularly, some of those relationships between younger boys and older men, the sort of coming of age relationships, the relationships in which those older men ha- help those young boys to discover who they are and give them security and safety and provide them with love and and uh, um, and uh, and a reliable uh, and sort of a rock where they can't speak to their parents. Some of those relationships are it some like of the most... molestation to me. It, it sounds yeah, like... Well, you know what? It you sounds what? like I'm Catholic priest molestation to me. And you know what? I'm grateful for Father Michael. I wouldn't give nearly such good head if it wasn't for him. Um, oh, my know, look, God. oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, when you... He should... They were talking specifically about relationships between 13-year-olds and, like, 20 30 year old so that definitely will get you canceled um just hearing it's also just like hearing that live reaction like that's crazy to me because so yeah the people that he was talking to were just like here you're a fucking troll man this conversation right here is the headwaters for what becomes the river of people talking about groomers 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's wild to me that Milo wow. would just Back a in year. What, was this 2015? 2016. 2016. Right in the year. So now we can pinpoint it because I completely right. forgot where this became well, like a popular the thing. The year before, Milo was on Rogan talking about <clears throat> we should ban Muslims because they want to stone gay people to death. When the next, not even a couple months later, he's on a podcast being like, I think it's totally fine. This is a man. Milo will talk about the fact that we will. I don't have any clips, but he he was molested by a clergyman. Yeah. And he has no problem with the idea that, like, 30-year-old men would prey on little boys. I think, again, it's just a moment of trying to be provocative where it doesn't fucking land because this is you the problem. went too far. This is exactly the problem of being a troll. Is right. Eventually, you have to push it so far that you're on a podcast saying, I love Hitler. Because yeah, that's the only yeah, way you no, can that, shock anymore. That, it, that's exactly shock, how I think. Like no one is shocked by Elvis gyrating his hips anymore. It is you know, exactly or the Beatles rock and roll. You had to go to Slipknot to be shocking. You know, <laughs> you have to keep up in the ante. Yep. I don't even know if Slipknot is considered shocking. No, by today's standards, that's considered yeah. like way too melodic. You'd have to. Get, well, like, and it's why all of this, like this younger uh, grifter right wing thing that's been going on for the last few years. It's where they all have to go. Like, they have to go further right because Shapiro can't be the guy anymore who goes and takes on college students He's in an assembly or whatever. Now. Like, right. well, he had to be more provocative to get the audience that he has. And that's why, like, you can go back and look at old Ben Shapiro and people will make arguments about, like, a lot of people think they like Ben Shapiro because they remember him debating college kids, which is also not fair because he's debating college kids. Yeah. Like... Um, but I liked him back then. But I think that, that was before I saw the light. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that, people like Milo are the reason, though. He seemed that, reasonable considering this jackass was out there exactly, exactly. I guess. Yeah. moving the Overton know, window man. almost. That was yes. That was my first year of college that I like when I was listening to the Blaze every day. <laughs> right? Uh no. <laughs> See, but I think there, the it Blaze is, was no good. Brandon, it is all about growing up, though, because, like, Shapiro, even though, like, he hasn't gone the shocking route, Shapiro's like, well, I can't keep going more shocking because that'll just lead to me loving Hitler. So I have to go, well, I'm going to start my own streaming site, and I'll try to make movies that cater to the right. Yeah, my, my and I'll, yeah. I'll try to be rich that way. My first year of college, I listened to the Blaze every day because, it like, I had a two-hour gap in some of my classes that year that I would go park my car at that, that, that hall that the class was at. And then I'd sit there for two hours and listen to the radio. I can't like, be totally, <laughs> I can't be totally mad at you because, uh, about a decade ago, I did the same thing where like, I strictly listened to Fox radio and could tell you like the whole St. Louis lineup because I was like listening in to hear their spin on shit. It was at the end of the Obama years, but, um, Yes, yeah, no good. Also valid... It's also gotten considerably crazier right. since oh, yeah. 10 I years ago. Glenn, they... Glenn Beck divorced himself from the blaze when Trump was elected. Yeah. Right. And like I think there a was month some, after uh... Trump was elected, he divorced himself from the blaze. Yeah. There was some there was a lot of people back then in 2015 right before Trump was elected and we didn't think it was a possibility at the time that were Trojan horsing a lot of uh red pill kind of stuff into the fact that there was legitimate criticisms of the Obama administration. Right. They were being not entirely honest about it, but right. like there were like legitimate 
problems. And then the only way to get the the online following that the starts Trump, people the Trump out, crazy factor happened, and then I was just like, what? Well, Milo, yeah, what is this? And Milo was one of the first people to be that online troll, like on Twitter, like supporting Trump because it was provocative, and it was, and mm. I think that was really the height of. Like, with his appearance on Rogan and then, like, attaching himself to Trump. And then he started, like, a, like that's where Milo got to his peak. And we're actually going to get to that peak in one second. Before then, we're going to – it doesn't actually happen until later. He recorded that podcast with the, the Drunken Peasants or whatever in, like, 2016. Mm-hmm. I think it wasn't until the next year those comments resurfaced after Trump took office and after became he, more prominent. Yeah. Those podcast remarks resurfaced because of a right-wing outlet that published them – and Milo kind of got canceled from a lot of respectable sources. This is the Facebook update he did addressing those pedophile comments. All I would reiterate is, um, you know, you guys know that I can make edgy jokes. You guys know that I can uh, sometimes um, push the boundaries of acceptable humor. This is one of those cases in which I, I should have phrased things differently. And these videos from a year ago and a year and a half ago, and I really just had no idea I was, I was going to end up being this famous. Um, you know, late, boozy, long live streams. Um, I phrased things poorly, and I enabled my detractors and critics to assemble um, material that looked very damning. Yeah, it fucking does. I said some dumb shit. Yeah. And I'm not owning up to it. I said... And my, my response is, I was kind of drunk and it was late. Yeah. <laughs> he literally said... Oh, he didn't literally say. He paraphrased what he said was... I wouldn't be as good at head if I wasn't abused. Yeah. 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 Like, that, if, that's if, also, a Catholic, if a Catholic priest didn't tell me exactly how to suck dick, I wouldn't know. Right. Yeah. It and that's was also essentially it, what he said. It brings not up a good all signs of look. concerns about the fact that, like, only kids who get molested turn out to be gay, which is not true at all. Right. To- uh, plenty of straight men have been molested by priests and gone on to live straight Plus, lives. Plus, what you're doing, too, is, like, whether or not you you are dealing with your own whatever happened to you. However you deal with that trauma is fine, but like you, you're kind of like undercutting everyone else's trauma. You're not kind of, you are like undercutting every survivor's trauma. When you say like, you're just writing off the act and saying like, well, I wouldn't be as good. You're like prescient Brandon, because what's funny is this next set of clips, we're going to get into that. Not a couple, not to a couple clips in, but this is Milo in, 2016 on CNBC Power Lunch. Power Lunch, whatever the fuck. The, this is when this is why Trump got elected because you had liberal outlets Say, giving Power Lunch on on TV. But this was a liberal <laughs> outlet, ostensibly the same outlet I noted. I think that has Chris Christie on now as a commentator. Isn't that right? Uh, is that ABC? Maybe they do this all know. the time though, where someone who should have no credibility with them suddenly gets airtime to air their grievance and very little pushback. First, though, we want to also ask you about the alt right. In a recent speech, Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. basically referred to you and other people. Didn't name you directly, but she um, quoted the Wall Street Journal. She said, "Alt right is short for alternative right." The Wall Street Journal describes it as a loose but organized movement, mostly online, that quote rejects mainstream conservatism promotes nationalism and views on immigration and multiculturalism as threats to white identity. The de facto merger between Breitbart and the Trump campaign represents a landmark achievement for the alt-right. 
Are you the alt-right? And what is the alt-right? <laughs> No, I mean, I've never identified as the alt-right. The press seems determined to crown me the queen of it. Um, all I've done is give them a fair hearing in the press. I think that white identity and white nationalism is a little misleading. I think it's more accurate to say that the alt-right cares about Western supremacy rather than white supremacy. It cares about Western values. It cares about liberal, capitalist, Western democracy, democratic values, freedom, equality, that kind of thing. And it sees, you know, various threats to those on various fronts. You know why this is effective for dumb people? Because he's, he's couching off his language. White supremacy yeah. sounds bad. Western supremacy, oh. And well, he that's also, not a phrase that has been well, then buzzword. He, he also fucking moves it's on. Inherently the same thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they don't get to challenge him on that point about like... No, because he does the Ben <clears throat> Shapiro thing where he talks so fast, he moves on past it. He says Western, we're for... He essentially said, yeah, West, that's what we're for, Western supremacy, which is the same thing, and then moved on to say because words like uh, freedom and... Uh, free speech, patriot, yeah, like, the, and especially all, considering this whole interview is about the fact that again, Trump immediately signed a Muslim ban when he got like he's been talking. Like, this is before he got elected, but he's been talking about a Muslim ban. This is why they're having Milo on. Remember, he is when, trying to talk about the fact that we should ban Muslims, and his entire argument is that like we want a Western society. That means you want a white society. You right. don't want the Muslims to come here and be Americans or to be Westerners. Yeah, it's just the way the white supremacists learned that they had to play it until Trump changed that game. And too. yay fucking praise Hitler. I was going to say that like, it always ends you, up with Hitler. It, this reminds me of a simpler time when they were still the alt-right. And the like, fact that they're they bringing up, like, are you the alt-right? Yeah, yeah, like, we no, didn't even know what the fuck that was. Now. And now they're Christ. just Nazis. Like, yeah. now they're just straight up Trump did so, that. Listening to yeah. so much Where's of this, that I was sticker? like, listening to this first <laughs> clip, I was like, I was like, I wonder if this will be, and I heard them say, like, are you the all right? And I was like, oh, it's so sweet that you think that you can ask him, and that's going to get you anywhere. <laughs> I'm cutting this clip. So when Donald Trump talks about preventing uh, immigrants, preventing Muslims from coming into the country, mm -hmm. A lot of people see that as racist. You don't think that's racist? They're entitled to, but all I can tell you is, as a gay man, I'm quite reassured by Donald Trump's, uh, you know, entreaties toward American values and his skepticism about Islamic immigration. When Hillary Clinton quotes my headlines, you know, um, and, uh, and, and suggests that this is some kind of sinister, dark underbelly of American society... What do you mean society, by American values? Well, the First and Second Amendment, freedom of speech, free expression, the, you know, the right to be, do, and say whatever you want. These are the, the values that have made America the greatest country in the history of human civilization. These are values that are not compatible with some of the Islamic immigration that we see in Europe. And, you know, I'm, I, guess, I, guess, I, I guess I'm over here as a warning from Europe saying, please don't go the same way as Germany and the UK. If you are or if you're not part of the, of the described alt-right, do you as a gay man feel comfortable in it that the, that the people who embrace... Uh, other uh, yeah. other elements of what we just described as the, the alt-right. You know what I'm driving yeah, at. I understand here. the question. Do you feel comfortable well, the, in it? The press seems determined to label the alt-right this misogynist, hateful, racist, homophobic, uh, anti-Semitic movement, and yet at the same time tries to crown, you know, a gay Jew who never shuts up about his black boyfriends as the leader of it. Something isn't quite right Can here. Can you concede that, that the alt-right actually attracts those groups of people? Uh, I think there's some overlap on the okay. very, very fringes. And I wrote, um, I wrote a very good guide to the alt-right for anyone who's really interested in this. I think it's the only, and I say it's very good, but I think it's the only example in journalism really so far of somebody trying to give an accurate and fair guide to the contours of the movement rather than virtue signaling about saying, oh, racism is bad. Yeah, we know that. I want to know what this movement actually consists of. This first is of all, oh, first of all, no one has ever crowned Milo the king of the alt-right. Queen. Queen of the alt-right. Either way. 
uh, he is not that important. That's a no. self-proclaimed title. Yeah. I love, he also wrote the best article, the only article. This is a fascinating reminder of how this, like, fascism snuck its way in. Like, yeah. Because this was the early days of it, and they were, like, the alt-right, they, they had to have created that. Like like or even if they didn't even if we just called them the alt right like those those uh white supremacists and anti anti-semites and like those Nick Fuentes and Milo and uh whatever the fuck yay yeah yeah, yeah yeah like whatever he's fucking talking about now like those ideas started to seep in because of the alt right like yeah. because it was yeah. really like I wonder if they had not termed it that, like if it would have been, although Trump just normalized it, like Trump gave them a platform. What the problem is these people, whoever these people are, that I don't even know the names of the people interviewing Milo, essentially interviewing him. They're platforming him. They're never giving him, they're giving him the lightest of pushback. He also said like the, the fringes of the alt-right was where the white supremacists left. I will go, okay, well then why, (laughs) why is there such overlap? Excuse me. Why is there a Gavin McGinnis? And why is there a Nick Fuentes like as the two most two of like the top five most yeah. prominent figures? Now this in the is all right. like this is all pre Charlottesville. We have to keep in mind, right? It was still novel at this time, which doesn't seem like it should have been, right? I wonder though, like given where we are today, if because the name changed, but like alt right doesn't have like a nice sound to it. And I wonder if you could get people who are like convince people. Sounds like dollar not. store Nazis is what it sounds like. Well, yeah. if you could get people who associate with MAGA to to like people to, people that got their that they picked up their SS bolt pins from yeah, the thrift shop right. in rural America. I feel like if you got people, I, I, it wouldn't matter because people are so fucking one side or the other. But like, I think it would be a fun experiment or an interesting one to figure out. Like, if you could get magas to like be to talk about the alt right like it's a bad term right. like those those guys were bad were different like no it morphed into what well, is now maga which is just another four well, and letter say, the, the the most telling Nazi, part about this man. whole like that like, whole 2 minute clip is that in the middle of it milo would say the alt right isn't homophobic misogynistic you know, misogynistic uh uh Nazis essentially. Yeah. Cut to the present day where Milo is ex gay and starting conversion therapy camps and is sitting next to a man proclaiming his love of Hitler. Yeah. Like that's where it's going to. He was just that, this lying is the path. to you that that's not where it's going to end up. Yep. And so I wrote um, an establishment conservative's guide to the alt right. You know, what it is you're getting wrong that the new Republican base, the Trump guys, the alt right, the, you know, the, the, the uh, Twitter kind of meme and troll brigade, what it is that they're seeking, what they're searching for, what they like and what they don't like. What are they, search- um, what are they searching for? Well, I think there's a, a, a sense, aside from the policy positions, and I do think that um, Trump is tapping into something with immigration stuff, with trade, and, and Ankle, for instance, her analysis is that people like Trump for the policies. Mine is a little different. Um, I think that people are getting a little sick on all sides of the political divide of the nannying safe space culture from the left, of the language policing, saying everything is sexist, everything is racist, everything is homophobic when we know it isn't. Um, And that kind of chilling effect on culture, on freedom of expression, even on journalism, has started to become very obvious. The beginning of poning the lips okay. being the only thing that they exactly. have. The, also, the point that we were making. This is about when Brandon, Shapiro you were, started sh- selling the uh, liberal tears bugs. Yeah, yep. Brandon, <laughs> you, at this time, you would have been recording. No, this is right before you started recording a podcast. But your first couple of podcasts before I was ever on, when I was just like helping you guys get on the, the, way, the internet, mm-hmm. was about Milo saying this stupid shit, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, we actually like we only and, we didn't cover it much, but like and yeah, you Milo were warning. Was, you weren't as strict on it as you would have been now because you've seen the evidence. But you were warning, like you know, hey, this li- could lead to like I don't want to say lead to Hitler because that's an overused trope, but it fucking did. Well, yeah, it led to Yay going on and well, saying I love Hitler about, and you know the the Chronicles like is what we would always talk about is like or is what I would always say like this is just anti-Semitic shit like this yeah. is just. Like, he's following the roadmap. How do you not, like, guys like Milo and Richard Spencer are not good guys. Um, no. I think that and, was one of our first conversations on <laughs> of, of several years ago. But Yeah, um, it just, it amazes me that more people weren't willing to see it. That, like, I, I, I hate this idea that Trump got elected because he's saying that we just wanted a real politician. Real does not equal someone who just says contrary things. Yeah, it is. It should yeah, not Milo be controversial doesn't... to say that Nazis are evil and they're stupid and they go against the golden rule of treat people how you want to be treated. Right. I don't think Milo believes anything that he's saying. I just think he's saying what's convenient that gets clicks. Yeah. Because that's how he's become famous at this point. At the point that he is on CNBC in September of 2016, like he's just a guy who said a bunch of shit on the internet and people started fucking clicking it and he monetized it. Yeah. And now he's furthering that mon- monetization. Is that a word? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Bravo. <laughs> What would America look like with an ascendant alt-right, with a, with a Trump in the White House mm-hmm. and a Mr. Bannon as the chief of staff? And, it would be so and, much more fun. Well, it, I mean, it might well be. It might. And laughter it would be and more spontaneous, let's Pepe say. In the White would House. it be meaner? It would be fantastic. It might be a little meaner, but we could do with a bit of meanness in American society. Yeah. That's cool. God damn it, Frank, it, you fucking asshole. What would it look like if shit? the alt-right ascended? Well, I can tell you it looked like a fucking coup attempt. That's what it looked like. Yep. Oh, it would be so much more fun. Oh, boy. But it would be so much more fun if everyone was a little more mean. It would be a lot more fun if this wasn't my country. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't, like, what Frank has essentially... Like, if this was France, I'd just be laughing at him. What Frank has essentially done is he's he's taken a a traumatic experience in all of our lives as a society, and he said, let's relive this, guys. (laughs) How how long? Can I pull this Band-Aid off for two hours? (laughs) Yeah, holy shit. It wasn't that long ago, man. Like, we're still at sort of the too soon part. how quickly we got over it, because listening to this, it felt like another world. Like, oh my God, like, was I, I don't remember the person that was. Trump wasn't even president in these clips like yeah. now the most edgy thing you can find is an i did that sticker on the, the gas station <laughs> <But yeah>. pump <laughs> this cult of being nice all the time and not saying what we really think not saying what's actually happening i mean the reason that people like me get upset about political correctness is that it kills is that it results in horrible things happening whether it's san bernardino or sandy hook or whatever people say oh well we knew but we didn't go there we didn't say anything because we didn't want to seem racist um you know uh, um What's the one? Rotherham in the UK, right? 1,400 young girls were raped um, over 10 years. And the government report said that the reason nobody reported on this, the reason nobody did anything about it, is that the police and the authorities were scared of seeming Islamophobic because those 1,400 girls were all raped by Pakistani rape gangs. That is an example of political correctness that, with victims, you know, with real-world consequences. And that's, you know, uh, the serious end of political correctness. That's the real end. Aside from the memes and the jokes and the meanness on Twitter, that's the kind of stuff that I really object to. And that's the kind of stuff I think that a lot of Trump... Voters don't like either. Speaking of Twitter. Yes. Board meeting today. There's talk that they may sell the company or they're going to try to convince. Well, they could try. I mean, who would want it? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who would want Twitter. That's hilarious. Who would pay $44 billion over asking price? (laughs) Yeah, that was, that's awesome. He brought up something there, though, that we're going to have to go over. The The Rotherham uh, abuse scandal. Yeah, let's talk about that. That is actually, he is not lying. 
that th- this was a major abuse scandal attributed mostly to Pakistani men. Um, Brandon, do you actually want to read the first part of this? And I can have Jim read the rest. And we can talk about later in a minute after we've read this about why Milo is making a false equivalency with this. Uh, in September t- 2012, the Times published an article revealing that the confidential 2010 police report had warned thousands of child sexual exploita- exploitation crimes were being committed in South Yorkshire each year by networks of Asian men. Offenses went unprosecuted despite police and child protection agencies in Rottenham uh, having had knowledge of these crimes for decades, the paper said. Rotherham uh, Borough Council, South Yorkshire Police, and other agencies set up child sexual sexual exploitation CSE team to investigate the issues raised in the article. The council would go on to commission an independent inquiry uh, to be led by Professor Alexis J. Her report, published in 2014, found at least 1,400 children were subjected to sexual abuse, and she detailed how girls as young as 11 were raped, trafficked, abducted, beaten, and intimidated by men predominantly of Pakistani heritage. Council leader, Council leader Roger Stone resigned immediately. Not the, not the Roger Stone we know. All right, that's cool. He's not moonlighting in, in England. All right, good. <laughs> uh, Council, Council leader Roger Stone resigned immediately following its publication and was followed within the next six and was followed within the next six months by the chief of chief executive Martin Kimber, Children's Services Director Joyce Thatcher, and her predecessor, the police and crime commissioner Sean Wright, who had previously headed department between uh 2005 and 2010 yeah see now there's see now there is a legitimate scandal and this was the big the big problem here is like something that legitimately happens is sex trafficking in this world and when you find the ring when you find out like what makes up the ring that all points to a specific spot in the world because that's where it funnels to now here's where Milo human is. trafficking is a global problem. Yep, it's they a all largely trade, male problem. They, they all trade with each other. Like it's all interlinked. It's all cultures of the world that have this. But in any particular spot on the map, you can find a specific sect where you like the facts lead you to like single out a group of people. See, now this is the, the and this pe- is exactly use, the problem with Milo. People use those facts to cast a broad stroke. Yeah. Right. See, Milo is so against it when it's a group of Pakistani men abusing all these young girls, right? But he himself, who is abused by a clergyman, and we have had documented cases in this country of thousands of clergymen, or at least hundreds, probably thousands, probably. abusing tons of, you know, but at no point does Milo want to get rid of Judeo-Christian eth- or, uh, churches here. Or, or Catholic churches here. Or Catholic or churches yeah. or any of those. But because when it's Pakistani men, he... when it's Muslim people, yeah. Yeah, what, what's it, the, they're all rapists. What's the statistics yeah. over the last 10 years of, or like from that same exact 10-year time point of how many little boys were, you know, Right. Raped in the castle. Maybe we should be looking more at uh, people have a disturbing access of children and no oversight because of things like the foster care system or religious institutions yeah. and be cracking down on those because I think that would be actually more helpful with preventing other children from being abused. Right. Like it, yeah, it, yeah. the fact that he brings this up, it's strictly racism. And this is a horrible it's story. A and the fact that he's using it himself, yeah. a victim of white abuse, you know, like, well, not even just like, 
it sucks to even have to like break it down to the race because that's what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah like, it should be like don't fuck stupid, little kids. Yeah, it's a stupid fucking it's, it's game. It's a dog whistle to say like, hey, here's our problem, but their problem is worse. Well, yeah. and it traps people like us trying to have the conversation into like Frank. Your your comment is like it's such it. That's what it's intended to do, right? He cherry picks something. He uses his own. It's a cherry pick false equivocation that successfully puts us in a corner. Well, and, and there was a, there yeah. was a there was a line in the report that said something about like one of the reasons why this wasn't reported further is some of the people want, failed to report it because they thought it was racist. They thought they would be perceived as racist for accusing a bunch of Pakistani men of this, which because of people like Milo. Because because of his the yeah. fact that he is covering pedophile like yeah because he does do it racistly yeah or Alex Jones or and any because other, they want to yeah. ban Muslims like right. it, it's a horrible thing that racism played a role in people yeah getting you know it's abused a, it's how the it's how the Nazism fucking sneaks in I mean who would want Twitter and, and you know to say nothing of what you know look Twitter is systematically having a go at conservatives there's even chatter online of them having a race problem you know there are people saying that Twitter has a race problem it doesn't like white people very much it's got this black supremacist Black Lives Matter hashtag up in its San Francisco offices you may find that argument a little far-fetched, but there are plenty of people making it. Um, you know, that, that that raises the specter of antitrust, you know, and Cruz would probably be up for that. I mean, <laughs> come on. You know, there's all sorts <laughs> of things that, there's all sorts of things that could happen. Jack Dorsey is very clearly checked out of this business. He doesn't care. He's not interested in the business is tanking. They're losing their users. And as I spoke to you about um, at one of the conventions, you know, my analysis of Twitter is that the conventional wisdom is 180 degrees wrong on this. Um, everybody, the media and journalists, everybody is telling us the problem with Twitter is too much trolling, too much meanness, too much quote-unquote, abuse and harassment. I see the problem as exactly the reverse. When Twitter started cracking down on free speech, the platform started failing. And that is the history of social networks. That rule has never been broken in the history of Was social networks. Was there a single tweet or a series of tweets that got you banned from Twitter? And in, in, in your version of what could be a more fun world, <laughs> <laughs> would those tweets have been okay? I guess they would have been. I mean, I said, I think I, no, I told the Wall Street Journal that Leslie Jones, um, the subject of the new Ghostbusters movie, looked remarkably like one of my ex-boyfriends, which she does. Um, and I said that it was nice that they'd cast a hot black dude in the movie. Um, you know, these are the kind of like, oh, okay, fine, a gay, a gay guy's catty, you know, stop the presses. Uh, this is not <laughs> a reason to get somebody off Twitter. They did it for political reasons. They've been waiting for an excuse for a long time. What I actually did was wrote a very long, very good, very brutal and bitchy but I thought ultimately quite fair review of a very bad feminist movie and that because it had a, a What do you a think of Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> why? Oh, the hell of a segue. Why? why? Are you, like, you're not going to push back on any of that about why a, he actually got... What a segue. No he got kicked shit. off of Twitter the same reason he would get kicked off of Facebook for leading a harassment campaign that doxxed and made rape threats and murder threats and bomb threats to people. That is why what he does. Yeah. He gets his little army to rise up and dox people that he hates. And at this point, he was doxing a black female actress who had the audacity to star in a he movie. Doxed her? I mean, or not he, doxed her, no, but like he, he just, did that with Gamergate. I, that's, so I'm going to yeah. include that. Like that woman had to leave her fucking home. We'll get into it right. in a minute, but yeah, no. But I mean, he, he didn't just make a joke, a catty remark. He's trying to hide that, and none of them are going to. None of these fucking reporters are going to dig deep enough to realize. Like, I mean, he may have a point that that those specific tweets should shouldn't necessarily warrant. Getting completely banned, but I also know who Milo is. I, I know, know what the he's type done. Of, I know that's like, not there's what, like, no way that that's the entire story. He that's might like be. me. I'm a guy who's not like Milo, who still has like what thirty fucking Facebook and Twitter bans under my belt. You, right? You had now. a lot of timeouts as an adult. <laughs> if so, if like I got, you might hold the record for the most bans. 
like without just an outright ban. It, without being <laughs> famous, like nobody knowing who the fuck I am. Yeah, uh, and never getting visited by police. Which good kudos. Yeah, you know? well, <laughs> I have I have far. a fucking line. Uh, <laughs> it's not being insane, uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. If if uh, Zuckerberg fucking sent me a message today or if the algorithm was like, hey, just for good measure, we're just going to like delete your shit and be like, all right, can I get right. my pictures first? <laughs> <laughs> right. He's being disingenuous about it. the fact that like – It's and, not and, one tweet, Milo. It's Milo. Like that's also, why you got taken off He might not be lying about the fact that he was targeted. <laughs> not so much that he was targeted, but that he might have been high on the watch list of people who is he's potentially high start on the a, fucking a shit yeah, storm exactly. because he's already done it. He used one of the things that got Twitter like when Twitter was first taking off was GamerGate. And again, we'll get to it in a minute because we're gonna get to Rogan. We got to finish up with CNBC laundering fucking Milo's shit through the lens of credibility. Oh God, I'm so bored about hearing about this silly grandstanding. You know. Those, those moments when, you know, you have the national anthem, when everybody comes together, despite their political differences, race, gender, you know, politics, whatever, those are the moments when you're supposed to be respectful of your fellow players, of the audience, of everybody around you, come together for that moment and say, okay, this is, these are the things we believe in, you know, let's go do this, but guys. But that seems to run against your yeah, thought. I think that, that's that contradictory. Run against, uh, run against your thought that we should be less respectful and less... Oh, no, I think we should be hugely respectful of free speech and freedom of Chrissy expression. in a way, you know. No, no, no. Look, I don't want to get too uptight about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about, about some sportsman, as I, as I started out to say. I don't care about some sportsman. You're bored having, with him. Having a little, like, tantrum, hissy fit spectacle, okay? What I, what I would like, though, is that when our sportsmen and celebrities do things like this and all eyes are on them afterwards, I would like them to actually say something of substance, like have a real argument rather than just these lefty talking points. And by the way, the reason sales of his shirt are going up because, is because people are burning them. But you do support his right to do what he did. Of course. I just think he's an idiot. Yeah. So they paid, they paid him so they could make That's not point. true. I love that's also they did point stupid. out the hypocrisy there of like we can all be. He just said let, uh, we can we stand to be a little meaner. This man is uh, kneeling at the national anthem in protest of uh, police shooting unarmed black men. Well, we should well, be he nicer. Should, when the spotlight's on him, why doesn't he have a real message just have a lefty talking point? He's talking about his fucking people being murdered. That's not a lefty talking point. Everything that, that is, Milo is doing is le- is, is a righty talking, talking point. point. Like, yeah. there's literally no substance there. There's it's, substance it's the to what Supreme Kaepernick... whataboutism. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. and there's actual substance to what Kaepernick is kneeling for. Yeah. Like, there's an actual argument. There's a fucking epidemic of fucking... One race in this country being yeah. singled out by Milo's argument is just like, well, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so bored with that talk. Oh, I'm sorry, it doesn't affect you as like if they were shooting fucking Christian gay men, would it would it then be your problem? Or you know, or Jewish not gay men or, or whatever, whatever the fuck whatever you are now. You are. <laughs> like, and someone also who talks. We don't have any of it on this episode, but it's someone man. who shits on trans people. He is remarkably wanting people to accept when he just radically changes his lifestyle. You have to accept him then and take him at face value. Yeah. But if someone wants to be called he, fuck that, you know? So weird. It's so like like it's not weird. It's just people people fucking suck. Yeah. Like and, and like some people shouldn't have microphones and cameras. Uh, you want to get back to one of those people because uh after the fucking comments that Milo made about 13-year-olds having relationships with grown men who are molesting them. Fucking Joe Rogan thinks it's a good idea to have Milo back on. Well, and incredibly, this time he gives him no pushback. (gasps) Well, the left has created by doing this, the alt-right, me, Donald Trump, 
and a whole army of disaffected liberals, its own former supporters, who are tired of being told what they can think, say, do, how they can dress, how they can speak, who they can hang out with, you know, what belief systems they can have. And it has alienated an entire young generation from left-wing politics. And isn't it hilarious that it kind of spawned out of a dis dispute about video games? <laughs> yes. I mean, the yes. meek have inherited the earth in a sense. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? The... They stopped being meek. Yeah, no, well, you know, it was... The left fucked up when they tried to take the video games. They, they fucked, fucked up. up. Well, because they were involved. They'd done it in comic books. They'd done it in fantasy. Yeah. They'd done it in sci-fi. But they, they took on the smart people. They took on the smart... Exactly. They took on the, the smart people fans who love nice. video games. The comic book fans are nice, but gamers Computer are shit hot smart. Yep. They are autistic as fuck, which is yep. why I love them, because yep. I am too. They are smart they are determined and they like to Organized. win because yes. they're used to they, i mean they problem solve for a living yes. right they're yes. looking at this problem like it was a you know like, like it was a what are the victory conditions you know yeah and you don't need to kill everyone on that side you just need to get the flag from one point to another right. or you just need to do this kind of stuff so gamers realize i don't need the press to like us you know and you can call us misogynistic harassers on the internet if you want to all we want is these feminist lunatics to get out of gaming and for people to leave the creators alone to do what they want and for you know for journalists to start reporting honestly about games and stop hating on their own on, on their own you know uh, uh, audiences or just fuck off okay I'm sure you're gonna read us about Gamergate right like so before I just want to talk about the fact that Milo right there talked about how he loved gamers they're autistic as fuck and he is too um, according to Respawn Gamers Hackers and the Technogenic Life by Colin Milborn before Gamergate Milo uh, Yiannopoulos referred to gamers as quote pungent beta male bullock scratchers unquote and said that quote few things are more embarrassing than a grown man getting overexcited about video games unquote huh so he's obviously changed his tune um and i like i'm assuming i just want to point out that is I, extremely offensive <laughs> i just want right. to point out that like this is the rogan that we've come to expect. this is the rogan they fucked with gamers he doesn't know what gamergate is he thinks that they came for the games right rogan's whole thing just became i want controversial people to be on because they get me ratings like milo did before rogan yep. blew up yeah and now, because he's found that formula, because that formula got him $100 million from fucking Spotify or $200 million, whatever the fuck it was, now he's just like, I'm going to invite these people on, and as long as we can talk about how being politically correct is not cool, then he, he just won't say anything the at all. The reason I got agree, into Rogan yes. is because he had a bunch of, he had a bunch of scientists and historians. that were more like outspoken onto his podcast and then like he he sneakily got into this right so let's get into gamergate jim i'm gonna ask you to read the first two paragraphs this i took this from wikipedia because i it did the best job of summing up gamergate as a whole as i could find well it's a good it's a decent overview yeah so gamergate starting in 2013 zoe quinn an independent game developer released depression quest a text-focused game designed to convey the experience of depression through a series of fictional scenarios based in part on Quinn's own experience with the illness. That sounds terrible. Um, I get depressed from time to time, and I don't want to play that. Just, like, like, why, why would you just right, want to live Right, but I that? would not uh, dispute her right to put that game up. Yeah. Uh, Quinn has faced harassment in response to Depression Quest since the game's initial review. This intensified with the additional publicity that the game has received on Steam. 
Quinn initially re- withdrew the game from Steam's Greenlight service after having detailed after having a detailed rape threat mailed to her on home ad- their home address when they brought the depression quest back to Greenlight. Quinn began receiving threatening phone calls. This is just terrible. Yeah, that's horrible. I don't know if you want to read the la- this the rest of that from Wikipedia. In August 2014, Ron Johnny a former boyfriend of Quinn posted a lengthy blog post detailing his relationship with them. Good God, that sentence is terrible. Uh, they refer to themselves as they, Zoe Quinn. So okay, that's why it's written that way. Like it just, it, it felt like a run-on sentence. Yeah, that, that, well, it is Wikipedia. Yeah. It's not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the contents of the post, Quinn was falsely accused of receiving positive coverage from a journalist with whom they were in a relationship. So, the thruple. That's what it sounds like. Well, no, I think his he said that she cheated on him with a guy who does reviews to get a favorable favorable review. Okay. And even though what I've read is that guy never actually reviewed any of her work or reviewed it Just long a, before they were in a relationship. So these accusations sparked the harassment campaign known as Gamergate. Quinn suffered extensive harassment during, including doxing, rape threats, and death threats. Yeah. That, uh, Quinn yeah. also they had to move out of their house. Uh, it wasn't just her. There so were several was, other women. So was it Milo that doxed her? No, other. But Milo was leading the charge of people saying, like he said it in that clip with Rogan. We don't want feminists in our games. He didn't say like they're taking over games. She made her own game, she, and because that, she's and, a feminist, the, the game was not about feminism. It was no, about it's depression. about depression. Yeah, but she is an outspoken which, feminist which again, who uses other pronouns, which again sounds. Terrible. Like I would never want to play that game again. But uh, but like, but, have you ever been on Steam? Half the fucking games on that are about like undressing anime characters and sex games. It's I would never. It's stupid, but I would never take away someone's right to upload their no, dumbass like, game. Yeah, dude. Whatever. Like, who cares? I could see that being. No one is gonna stop us from uploading somebody, our dumbass podcast. You know, like, right? Yeah. No. If somebody was, I could see there being a fucking weird niche market for that. If somebody was either. Like obsessively depressed, and, and and like a lot of, I'm not saying that it's healthy, but there are a lot of depressed people that like crawl into that world. Yeah, or and I think it's it's kind of interesting. And to it would be a, a text-based cool, game nowadays. And like it's a I throwback. Could, I could see that game being cool for it somebody. Might, it might help them get out of it. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. at the very least, it might help them through the trauma to even make the game. The point you know? is, like, though, it seems like that was the sole purpose. For but making when, the game. when right when Rogan says, "Oh, they fucked up when they came for the gamers," they didn't come for the gamers. They were trying to express themselves through games because not every gamer is a white beta male, bullock scratching whatever the fuck Milo thinks. Yeah, and they want to play this as, "Oh, they came for us." They were inserting themselves in the comic books. They're inserting. It's not well, it's, and Rogan isn't pushing like Milo's set is writing the narrative. Rogan yeah, just like, just "Oh, writing, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it cool they fucked with somebody it's, that these are set, it's like notably this is these are two white guys who don't play video games making comments about the video game community as a whole and defending a lot of." rape threats essentially well what's interesting too is how much bullshit they've exposed in that industry and in the people that are criticizing them who make video games that actually are they're guilty of doing the exact same thing that these people are criticizing they've exposed hypocrisy all over the place they've exposed collusion uh, double think collusion that's that litter match underneath um you know sort of overwhelming weight but it's about harassment um it's about (laughs) harassment it is about harassment that's yeah. where it started. It started with what? Yeah, fuck non-white them. males making games, and how dare they invade a space That's... that is traditionally taken up by white males? These are just two beta males, dick measuring, yeah. like on just like. That's why I wanted to start with trying Rogan. to be contra- 
contrarians. That's why I wanted to start with Rogan, um, because he sounded reasonable, taking it like Milo is self-hating. It's ridiculous to say he isn't. Yeah. And the idea of, like, this is the problem with Rogan, is that he can be that way one day, and then this day he can yeah. just let him get away with whitewashing yeah, what Gamergate smoke, was. smoke a fucking bong now that he's got Spotify money and yeah. fucking let him talk. Because that's what it sounds like. He also sounds way higher in this version. Like, in this <laughs> appearance, Rogan yeah. Yeah. sounds slower than he did when he was fighting Milo in the first appearance. It lit a match underneath so many different people in so many different worlds when people looked out and they realized that you can beat them. You can beat them. If you don't give a shit what the press says about you, and why would you? And Donald Trump has proven also that if you don't give a shit what the press, about, what the press says about you, you get stronger, not weaker. You know, uh, If you don't care what polite society says about you, you can win. You can beat them. And this had never been done before, at least not done for 25 years. Uh, you know, and I'm not, it's not about the right winning over the left, but it's about freedom and libertarianism and the right to do, say, think what you want, play what you want. It won. It beat the cultural scolds. It beat the feminists. It beat the, the, you know, the, the offense brigade. Gamergate won. And he's not wrong in the fact that Gamergate, like um, uh, they didn't, the libertarian movement, did win in the fact that they just became... The party of Trump, the party they of They became Yay. the MAGAs. Like, they yeah. morphed into the MAGAs. The problem is they didn't win. Like, he may feel like they won at this point in 2018, but ultimately they the, failed on this January is the problem, 6th. Like, one, one second. The Tea Party became the MAGAs. Libertarians didn't become the MAGAs. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of libertarians yeah. became independents. Or, no, or, but, here, but, but, but Jim, like, I have to stop you there because you mean libertarians differently than... You mean it really, like what a real libertarian is. What a literal is. libertarian What a, a fucking Ron Swanson. Yeah. Like, that's not what Ted Cruz calls himself a libertarian. Rand Paul calls himself well, and a I guarantee libertarian. You Half of the Tea Party. Uh, wh- who were those guys? Uh, the, the Paul Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think of who some of the... the Rand early. was a big libertarian. I'm sure if you go back to yeah. 2010... But not Milo really. And... Like, in the same way that his dad was a libertarian. Yeah. Like... like not really. When, when libertarianism was taking off, Rand clutched onto it pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I think if you go back to 2010, anybody like Fuentes and Shapiro and Milo were probably all riding that train mm. because it was the fashionable thing to do for yeah, a I do outspoken think that they, I don't know, I don't know about Fuentes writing the libertarian. No, train. maybe Fuentes, not. He's always been a Nazi. Yeah. But that's fair. And he's only like 22 or 3 or something now, so he probably wasn't even... In 2010, he, he was really, still drinking from a... a like right now he's that Right young. now he's that young. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. He routinely on his show will talk about. My mom texted me and said, "Are you are you sure you should do this with Kanye?" His mommy is still texting him, trying to talk yeah. about extremism. Yeah, he's bad. he's only yeah. twenty four right now. Yeah. yeah, he's young. Why are we looking at him for relevance? Because well, he was because, a little incel. And oh, like not huge not event. us, obviously. No, the, but <laughs> because especially now because Kanye brought him to the table. Like he's nobody good really debater. knew who the he's fuck he pre, was except pre twenty five, pre twenty five. And post sixty five, you don't fuck matter. Off. Fuck yeah, you don't yeah. Right, right. get out of here. It's not your time yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it has ignited so many fires in so many places with so many unexpected consequences and wonderful, uh, you know, uh, 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 snowball effects elsewhere in culture and politics and society. It's remarkable, and we all, I think, who have been give, uh, emboldened to speak more plainly, encouraged to 
contradict people more often, reminded that it is not bigoted to have a different point of view and that you are entitled to your opinion no matter what it is and entitled to say it without fear of being called a monster or, you know, suffocated by safe space culture. All of those people have video gamers to thank, as you correctly suggest. It sounds, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but it is true. It sounds ridiculous because it is ridiculous to draw that fucking line that there's no correlation there. Fuck off. Like, first of all, you're glossing over what There's a correlation in that Gamergate emboldened a certain type of online troll. Yeah, but no more than just Trump's existence did. Like, this is all a, a reaction to... Honestly, it's all a reaction from a bunch of shitty people to having a black president for eight years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, what... I mean, that's literally what it was. I the... imagine we'll have a similar outbreak if we ever have a female president, that there will be a, a similar backlash against, fuck, or an outlash of sexism, you know? Yeah. 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 Um. So Milo did get canceled, of course, because of the pedophile comments, and he had a place on Rogan, but he didn't have a place in many other spaces at that time. He was kind of like persona, person non, persona non grata. Yeah, ever. I think that's... Um, so he had to... Uh, <laughs> had to uh, hawk stuff on a, uh, a home shopping network for the extremely religious. Fuck yes. So it's 11 and three quarter inches tall. If you're thinking about how this is going to fit into your... Uh, shrine or maybe even a bedside table. I know sometimes people like to wake up and say good morning to their favorite yes. uh, you know, people and saints and whatnot. Um, it's available in bronze and pewter, and they're both $87.50. We don't, we're not yet set up for two easy payments, despite our... Not uh... yet. We're not quite there. <laughs> but we're, we're hoping to offer that one day, or two easy payments. <laughs> but she's, she's just under 12 inches tall. She's available in those two different... Um, they call them accent finishes. We've got right. statues in the, in the shop here that are um, fully painted. Right. And we'll see some Color. of those later. Yes. But the thing I like about this is this, this wonderful burnished, bronzy, aged uh, color that she's got. And that wonderful, the face on this is especially good. because The you know, face is wonderful. It's so peaceful. I hope you know, you, I hope you know what I mean when I say there are good Marys and bad Marys. Of course, the real Mary, there's only, there's only good things about her. But, but there, there are some, some Marys with the faces that are unfortunate. They haven't put the work in to make sure that she's got right. just the right expression and features. Right. This, on the other hand, as you can see um, at, at home, it's just, it's just beautiful. This is as awkward as Kenneth Copeland trying to sell a this Bible. Is, not this, as coked up. This is, I, just, I just love Bibles. <laughs> this is worse than... Uh, how fu- it's, So we should mention that this is what he's doing in 2021, right? Like the last... Uh, no, the, well, now, no, in 2021, he joined up with Marjorie Taylor Greene on her campaign and then quickly went to Ye's campaign. I mean, it's, this was This is between when he got canceled, quote-unquote, in 2017 and, like... 2021 when he kind of made a comeback yeah he was for for a couple years how far he's fallen since trump fell right like since the capital didn't fall and like whatever can we focus on the basic description of what he was trying to sell (laughs) yeah he's trying to sell a statue of the virgin mary it's a bronze statue of the virgin mary and he's got their face just right he goes i I just, I just love her, her color, her, her, her bronzy bronze. hue. <laughs> like, yeah, it's bronze. We get it. Like, great. He said no complaints about the real Mary or whatever. Like, oh you don't know God. shit about the religion that you were, like, a few clips ago were, you know, right. uh, is better than Islam. So, like, <laughs> this raises the problem. I don't have the clip, but they're, uh, on one of the episodes, they talk to him about the fact that he is obviously gay, and that conflicts with a lot of, I mean, the... The name of this website is Church Militant Shopping Network or whatever. They're pretty hardcore. Sounds worse out loud. <laughs> <clears throat> and and they had tried to talk to him about 
converting? Why does he have to be gay? And then, well, I guess Milo kind of got the message. Brandon, do you want to read? Uh... Activist Milo Yiannopoulos is now ex-gay. Uh, what is it? Consecrating? Is that real? Yeah. Is that yeah. how he, uh, his yeah. his life to St. Joseph? Um, this is from LifeSite in March of 21. Quote, I treat it like an addiction. You never stop being an alcoholic. I hope people will support and pray for me. If for no other reason than they share my delight at the prospect of Milo Yiannopoulos furiously and indignantly railing against homosexuals for sins of the flesh. Uh, Over the next decade, I would like to help rehabilitate what the media calls conversion therapy. The guy I live with has been demoted to housemate. Yikes. Yeah. That's a rough quote. Demoted to housemate? Yeah, he demoted his husband, who he'd married in a so, ceremony in so Hawaii. He's, so he's still gay. He lives with this person. He still lives with this person. But he's but he's not gay. I will also tell you on his- He consecrated. Um, he consecrated that he's not gay. <laughs> so that's like super serious. It, that's like you the wanna, super serious version of being like, yeah, I'm not lying. Do you when it know, comes to religion, uh, like consecration, it means to dedicate formally- to a religious or divine purpose. Yeah, so St. Michael, he has consecrated himself. Do you want to know how Saint serious... St. Joseph. So Joseph. For the record. Do you want to know how serious Milo takes this? On his telegram for a long time, I don't know if he still does this, he had... Um, you know how you have a sign that says X, like, X amount of days since last accident? He had a sign that said X amount of days since sodomy. Like, uh, oh, boy. Where he was counting the days that he hadn't had gay sex. What, what a piece of shit. Fuck him. Well, sodomy is specifically anal, right? Yeah. So I but guess he's he's he's, he's, not, he's, not he's, a, he's a religious fanatic. There, it's May, sodomy means maybe. something. Yeah, let's not get in the weeds yeah, there. Like, well, since he wants to be so look, literal so, with sodomy, everything that he I love says, the, sodomy, I love the idea that he's like, look, you're just my housemate, and it's not sex if you just blow me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't buy that Milo is XK If it's your hand all. and I pretend that it's my hand. Conversion You're therapy doesn't work. giving me the Dutch work. rudder type thing. <laughs> it's Conver- not gay. Yeah. This is going off the rails. <laughs> uh, so we're going to skip the next clip because it, it doesn't sound very good. It's a video. My, uh, Milo posted a video of him throwing his, what he claimed was a hundred and something thousand dollar engagement ring into the ocean. He's sitting there drinking on a boat in what looks like Florida smoking cigarettes. That's one of and- his gay conversion therapy things is get rid of the... Throw the gayness into the ocean. ocean, I guess. I don't know. I guess he's fucking that old woman from Titanic. Who throws priceless jewelry? Like, fucking sell it and donate it to one of your weirdo causes, you idiot. Yeah. Um, Alex Jones could use that money right now. <laughs> right, oh right. My God, yeah. Um, But you know the greatest thing it's about- like an autographed baseball for him. Guys, I, I'm going to ask you, what would Milo think the greatest thing about being an ex-gay is? What do you think? Like he's really excited about about not being I mean, gay anymore. Yeah. Why, what what is what is the greatest? Drifting? I guess what's the greatest thing about heterosexual life? We should ask the three of us. He, Vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> he's not excited about that, which is why I don't think he's actually ex-gay. Can you? Um, what do we do? There's a special power we all have as is, is, is non, hetero males. Non-discrimination. No. Um, have you ever noticed that dogs don't bark at us because we're straight? <laughs> what? When I made my announcement, the first thing that happened, which will make you laugh, but it's true, is dogs stopped barking at me. I am one of those people. You know, everyone's got that friend that dogs always go nuts around. You're familiar with this, right? You, you got pets? Yes. Yeah. Right. There's always somebody that no, dogs. My, my dog doesn't bark at you. I, I keep my dog in the. But he yeah, barked at you. But that's okay. okay. Uh, he like he barks. Well, he barks sound, at people. You must have some work left to do. Um, but he didn't <laughs> bark at Milo. That is true. <laughs> I, 
but but I was always one of those. I know this sounds so stupid, but this is just how I think that God reveals Himself to us, right? This is this is just my experience of it. I was somebody who invariably, without exception, always used to make dogs go crazy. So we have a friend who's a political candidate down here, right? And her campaign manager has two of these little yappy dogs. And they would not stop. I couldn't be in her house for more than 20 minutes because it would drive everybody crazy. Um, even growing up, we had Alsatians, we had black Labradors. Um, they just didn't like me at all. The dogs don't bark at me anymore. And it happened almost overnight. Now they seem mm. to quite like me. And that sounds like it's the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, it fucking maybe, does. Just maybe, just maybe, it's because you stopped putting peanut butter on your dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, this just, also, this it, is it just sounds ridiculous. Like I love that. Weirdo, if you have to say this sounds ridiculous, it's because you're obviously lying to someone. You're, and in your head, you're like, well, there's no way they'll believe this. This is a, a bridge too far. Yeah, this is this is maybe if I call attention to it, they won't suspect them. He has to be on cocaine, right? Like cocaine is the only way that you come up with that. Like Like, that, he came up with that on the spot. You know how I know that I'm not gay? Like I swear, man, this is the reason. Dogs don't bark at me. This is such a good idea. It would be one thing if I will not regret this later when I hear it on playback. You know the the one somebody's just gonna be following around, following him around, filming him as he walks down the street. The instant a dog barks, like oh, he's lying. Yeah, (laughs) they can they can smell the gay like drugs. You're gay again. What's the counter at? How many days? (laughs) And I'm not saying no one who's gay has never, like, gone straight. I'm sure there's a spectrum of sexuality. People have gone every which way. Yeah, sure. But um, the fact that he, like, if he would have came on and said, like, you know how I'm not gay anymore? Because I've been sleeping with a lot of women recently. Like, all right, (laughs) there you go. Or not sleeping with men. But the fact that dogs dogs don't bark at me, I'm like... Whatever, like I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna um, define what is gay and straight. Like each to each his own, I guess. Uh, right? <laughs> I don't like, know. The next time you're cat, you know, I, me- I, I threw away my Nickelback CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and the next time Brandon's cat meows at me, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I might be gay, guys. I'm <laughs> get, like that's fucking weird. Is that a sign from God? <laughs> no, that's that's a lot. Of, that's an eight ball. Maybe they <laughs> were. What it is. Also, I don't know. Maybe they weren't used to you, and after a while, they get used to the smells when you enter their home they don't bark at you that's what happens with neighbors pets dogs or friends, pets. dogs always sniff shit so and they always just, and just like yeah. oh that piece of shit is here i just love that the fucking gall to be like hey you know when animals make noise that's god sending me messages it's fucking i'm weird. fucking ace ventura fucking weird um so we we touched on it earlier but milo has a new purpose and it's not just being ex-gay he's got to obviously there's got to be some money in this right so he's going to revamp an old idea that I thought was discredited before Chick-fil-A, like before I stopped eating Chick-fil-A, which is gay conversion therapy. A month or so ago, I tossed my engagement ring into the Pacific Ocean, and I moved to Florida. I'm here, partly, to share my testimony uh, here on True News, but also to open a center, a clinic, for other men who have been suffering from same-sex attractions. Now, we started raising money. Fundraising has begun. We, over summer, will be interviewing therapists and thinking about where in Florida we should call home. 
There is a uh, how uh, yeah, he went full Florida man. Well, I mean, if he you're really gonna, went full Florida, man. if you're gonna start gay conversion and try to get that trend going again, the state that just passed the don't say gay law might be your best bet. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I, I guess I can't fault him for that. Yeah, here's what sucks. He's, he's a he's a Bannon style bloodsucker. I don't want to. So. I don't even want to make light of this because this it just shows in such a short amount of time, like how. In the first appear, like when we when we were talking about alt right, like people like Milo didn't have any pull. They weren't getting like it was the beginning, right? Like there wasn't GoFundmes. There wasn't people that were willing to just be shitheads. And now post Trump in twenty twenty one, along with being like, on you a can fucking be a shithead and actually make money and not ruin your life. Yeah, he like Sign what, what these guys do is they just they jump on to like what is the grossest thing that we can do this week right. to and and there will There's, be other people like Joe Rogan who are like, "Oh, it's funny. This is trolling is funny." But this like, is the problem with trolling is why it always leads to eventually you have to well, say you like Hitler because yeah, because if it, it later it's, it's down drugs, the line, right? It, uh, the first shot of heroin is it will get you high. After a month or, or after a year, you have to keep taking more and more and more. Yeah. Um, Milo, like he got a lot of mileage. He even said to Joe Rogan in that first interview, "If I, if I wasn't gay, if I could take a pill and go straight, I would have no career." That's not true. He would just have to change the grift. The grift for a while was, "I'm the gay guy that's going to sell you a Virgin Mary." Yeah. Right. Um, and then it was, "Oh, you know what?" It, Church actually worked. I'm ex-gay. I will help you not be gay. Yeah. But Which then, is also, I mean, pretty self-hating. Let's get to the point that, like, he was yeah. lying when he said he wasn't a self-hating gay. He totally is. Yeah, but it, and it's also dangerous to bring things like conversion therapy back. And this like, is why he, I'm not, like, I don't want to be insulting, but Milo is not <laughs> ex-gay. Milo is gay. He's just claiming to be ex-gay to make money. Mm-hmm. That's the only way That's, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this next uh, set of clips, which is our last. Um, so I'm not actually. I didn't pull any clips of Milo on um, with Ye for the very brief moment that Milo was with. Uh, so actually, I guess do we want to get into this? What what happened with Milo? I mean, recently? yeah. Let's talk just briefly about it, and then we can play these last couple of clips. Uh, yeah, but... because Trump got in trouble, which I mean isn't any surprise. Um, but Trump had a meeting with Ye, and Ye brought along Nick Fuentes. Noted right. Nazi supporter, and this is before yeah. Ye had been openly saying he liked Hitler. Um, and then there was a lot of backlash. A lot of people said Trump should speak out, and Trump kind of did, but not. he didn't condemn Nick Fuentes. He just said, I don't even know who he is. The same thing right. he does with yeah, everyone. I don't even care if he speaks I've out never even not. heard like, the name. He had, a, he had a meeting with the guy that we all thought for years yeah. he was in bed with. Jared so, Kushner, never heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> Jared Kushner. <laughs> uh, Brandon, do you want to read this uh, one? It just covers the... Uh, so Milo was a part of Trump getting uh, an interview or getting a meeting with Nick Fuentes. And Milo kind of claims that now that he set it up intentionally to embarrass Trump. Uh, the inside story of Trump's explosive dinner with Ye, Ye and... Uh, I got you doing it now. Yeah, uh, and Nick Fuentes. NBC News uh, just a couple of weeks ago in November of 22. Annapolis, a former Breitbart editor who was banned from Twitter in 2016 for inciting racist campaign against the comedian Leslie Jones. That's a little bit differently than how he described yeah, it. that's what he actually did. Yeah. Uh, told NBC News that he was, the uh, quote, the architect of the plan to have Fuentes travel with Ye in hopes of slipping him into the dinner with Donald Trump. 
the intent, according to Ianopoulos, was for Fuentes to give tr- uh, to give Trump an unvarnished view of how a portion of his base views his candidacy. Annapolis persuaded a former Trump 2016 campaign advisor from Florida, Karen uh, Giorno, I think. Giorno, yeah. Yeah. To give Ye a ride to Mar-a-Lago, which she said led her to become an accidental member of Ye's dinner party. Annapolis said he was, he also wanted Guillermo to brief Ye on Trump and politics. And if she went to dinner, uh, to lend a sense of political gravitas to the discussion. The fourth member of the party was a man Ye later identified as a parent of a student at his private school in California, Donda Academy. Um, Donda shut down for the year after Ye's anti-Semitic remarks. Annapolis said he was unsure of why the man traveled with them. Because Ye is crazy. Uh, yes. Annapolis said Fuentes is serving in an advisory cap, uh, capacity to Ye. Giorno is not an official member of the of the unofficial Ye campaign team, but flew to Los Angeles to meet with them this week. Quote, I wanted to show... Uh, I wanted to show Trump the kind of talent that he's missing out on by allowing his terrible handlers to dictate who he can and can't hang out with. And quote, Annapolis told NBC News, quote, what? I also I also wanted to send a message. To, <laughs> I also wanted to send a message to Trump that he has systematically, repeatedly uh, repeatedly neglected, ignored, abused the people who love him the most, the people who put him in office. And that kind of behavior comes back to bite you in the end, end quote. Uh, he added, and Annapolis said that he arranged dinner just to make Trump's life miserable because news of the dinner would leak that and Trump would mishandle it. Which is believe, true. Like, I, don't, I don't believe any of this. I think this no, is Milo. He was on his way out of yeah. Ye's campaign, and he was going to try to claim he was an architect to boost his next scam. Because he can only saw, uh, hawk virgin berries for so long. He's moving on. He's already worked m- for Marjorie Taylor Greene. And now, is yay. he going to try to make a jump to left wing media? He's going to he's going to make a jump <laughs> to what he's on, trying to do. We're not going to. Is he trying? I don't think is he trying to pay, pull a Megyn Kelly? No, no. He's what he's doing is trying to position himself to be a you know campaign what? manager you for some how, future president that he can bilk money out of. You know how stupid the fucking media is that just like Chris Christie, just like Michael Cohen, if he just turns on Trump. He'll be a fucking correspondent on CNN. I mean, like, yeah, yeah 100%. probably. Yeah. Like, so uh, this is his Megyn Kelly moment. <laughs> fucking yeah. man, yeah. Um, this country so, uh, disappoints me all the time, <laughs> like so much. <laughs> this is from Mediaite from November 29th, twenty twenty or. 2022, uh, not true at all. White supremacist denies report he was part of a plot to, quote, make Trump's life miserable. Uh, Fuentes shut down the idea he was part of a plot to deliberately hurt the, uh, Trump in a post on Tuesday, writing, uh, quote, my intention was not to hurt Trump by attending the dinner. That is fake news. I love Donald Trump, unquote. He also quoted from uh, Caputo's article and added, quote, this is just not true at all. The article with that Milo gave uh, interviews or like quotes on. Uh, meanwhile, Yiannopoulos appeared to stand behind Caputo's story, sharing a link to it and writing, quote, everybody, me included, loves Trump and wants 2016 Trump back. That still won't be enough to beat an authentically Christian hashtag uh, yay24, but at least it would make the journey more interesting. He just wants – in, by interesting, he means chaos. That's what he's saying. Yeah. He just wants it to – Well, like, and Fuentes especially has uh, – he is like outspoken anti-Semite. Like he yeah. is, he is a straight up. He does not like Jews, and like 
One of the reasons why Fuentes and uh, so much so that he's a white, or white supremacist willing to work with a black man. Yeah, well, well, it, yeah. Kanye is a useful idiot in that respect. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's willing to filter a lot of things through the idea. Oh my I god, I can't be racist. I'm standing next to a black Listen guy. Listen to that whole Infowars episode, three hours or whatever, and it's just I it's, don't want to. It's or you don't wanna. even after it's a, that. It's the, bonkers. Like, I also listened to the uh, the the Tim Pool interview, which yeah. which Ye walked out on after 20 minutes because Tim Pool refused refused to say that quote they meant Jews. Yeah, he was trying to equivalent and be like, well, they means lots of people, and Kanye or Ye, Ye just got up and left. Yeah, so we're gonna cut to. Uh, like two or three weeks before Milo and Nick and Ye went on Tim Pool. This is when Milo went on Tim Pool, I think alone, I believe. And uh, it's right after the midterm loss. The The red wave did not materialize. And this will show you why Ye would walk out dusty after... Dusty red fart. This will show you why Ye would walk, walk out after 20 minutes because fucking Tim Pool cannot school anybody. He just gets taken for a ride by every fucking guest he has. Hey, let's talk... Let's talk we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on strategy. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, for the members on the Uncensored where we can go really off. But let's jump into this first story. Ladies and gentlemen, last night, uh, Republicans won. And then I wake up in the morning and all the conservatives are angry. They're saying that uh, this was a, a, an unlosable election and we did so poorly. And I'm seeing all these leftist personalities cheering and screaming like, oh, no red wave. And I'm just like, I don't understand. The Republicans won. Like, they won. That, that, they won. And there's likely more winning coming. I get it. Republicans wanted a bloodbath. But instead, they got a victory. So now, this is great. Biden says he won't change anything after successful night for Dems. Does intend to run in 2024. And it will be fun watching Don V. Ron taunts press. Okay, he's not going to change anything. That's not the message that people wanted to hear. The message that people want to hear is <laughs> things are going to get better. But things are bad. And for a variety of reasons, people are willing to vote Democrat and a variety of really weird reasons, like they voted in the dead guy. But uh, I don't think people want uh, I think I think I think people used to be engaged in politics because they wanted to get a glimpse of a better world. But that's the, that's the uh, washing powder uh, a version of politics. I think people are well into bitterness. I think people want to see the bad guys bleed. Um, okay. First of all, Tim Pool, Ben Shapiro with a lower voice. Like a lot less charismatic Ben Shapiro. And that's saying a lot because Ben Shapiro is dog shit. Yeah. But Tim Pool is the, probably. Charisma the, is definitely not a word that comes Tim Pool is the person that convinces me that almost anybody with a microphone who says inflammatory shit on either side can have an audience. Yeah, like if you're just willing to say the shit that like is obviously stupid, no one thinks that Republicans yeah. won. Um, name me the last time a pre a sitting president hasn't lost in the midterms. It's just standard that they fucking do. yeah, it's expected. And also, I love that Tim Pole's little dig there, and there's possibly more waiting to come. Yeah, how's Georgia looking now? You fucking asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. One less CTE candidate. I, I do think Milo does have a, a point, but it's not a great reality. No, but he's just he's uh, smart it, enough it, to realize that, like, that's not the scam. It's not just the claim that, like, oh, there was no red wave. Like, buy into that. Just spin it your own way. Well, no, but I think his, his at the end there, um, and, and probably what I would say would be qualify for a Freudian slip is that like people want to see the opponent bleed. Well, and that's like I do, what, I do uh, think that that's what American political culture has turned into, and that's 100%. not that's, that's not a wrong in, point. That's why we're in as deep of a predicament yeah. as we well. Are. But and, a lot of that is 
because of people like fucking Milo. Well, and let him keep talking about that because you're probably going to get even more enraged. I think people want to see the bad guys bleed. I, I, I think that people want to see the, the bloodbath that you're talking about right, right. comes not from a desire to reimagine the world in a better way because I think people are losing hope in that. I think people want to see their antagonists suffer. I agree. Um, I agree. And, and the reason for the Republican uh, frustration is that they were expecting a rare moment of catharsis, which is not granted often to people with um, right-of-center politics, a moment in which they could uh, reassure themselves that sometimes justice is done, that the universe is capable of delivering um, uh, a true justice where it is, where it is uh, warranted. Um, and they were robbed of that. So they were, so what was stolen from them was not um, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, washing powder commercial glimpse of a better future what was stolen from them was revenge yeah. because these people don't feel like they've been out of power and that's a shame they feel like um there are i mean they they, they articulate their feelings now in very religious terms uh, and and they they talk about their enemies in terms of demons devils and satan and yeah, the yeah, way yeah, in which look. they express themselves um you know and and the the uh the i think the emotional the sunk emotional cost that they had attached to the midterms as a moment when they could reassure themselves that maybe there was, um, you know, uh, 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 maybe there was still some glimmer of... But they uh, won. Well, not really. <laughs> um, He's not wrong about oh, that. They the, didn't the win. The delusion unpacked. But he, the way he... That's that is dangerous true. talk. That like, is true. He, they don't care about policy. They just want to see their enemies bleed. Yeah. That's been the whole Trump era. Yeah, like it's he, like, oh, he talked he, about his dick on stage. That. That's funny. Like Milo, <laughs> Milo facilitated that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And now well, he's trying to say like some organic thing that he didn't try to – he didn't help AstroTurf yeah. for years and 100%, years. 100% because the the – like you gotta remember that like like this a lot of this is Trump's fault, but like people like Milo were able to leech on to Trump. People like Shapiro and Fuentes and like all of these guys who we didn't know before Trump. I didn't know who the fuck Milo Yiannopoulos was yeah. pre Donald Trump. Like he came to be because he was one of the first guys to be like, I can make this a thing. And then when he does have that audience, it becomes really dangerous to say to 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 put that idea out there that like we just revenge is what we want revenge is what we want and yeah. that kind of terminology even if he doesn't mean it in like I mean honestly you know he's, he sounds like the fucking Joker I just want to watch well, the world be, fucking it's because burn. they they took the that's how you incite they took people the aspect, to do shit yeah they took the aspect that politics is a zero sum game because it is um and then made the other less than human. Yeah. You know what probably it's... caused all this? Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, it was probably Game of Thrones yeah. coming into the zeitgeist, and we were all like... So many wieners. My fucking... <laughs> <laughs> my fucking kingdom. My last on the last season, for, and he's like, I'm I was, no longer I was going to say, for half of the series, he was into it. And then for the second half yeah. of the series... Oh, um, man. I will say, I, though, yeah. that, like, you're right, though, that the most dangerous person is the person who can un, who can unite un, unlikely groups of people. The person who can get someone like Ye, like, someone like Fuentes, not... Shapiro, Milo all on your side, even though they have drastically different outlooks of what, like, Shapiro's not, an, not anti-Semitic. He's Jewish. Milo is a self-hating Jew and a self-hating gay. So he's on, he's on the side of... 
They're just contrarians. But he, he All of them are just contrarians. That's the one thing that unites them. Yeah, Milo, there is How no is end game. How does this not like, click, though? Like, that they are... They are lighting their neighbor's house. Excuse me. They're lighting their neighbor's apartment on fire, in hopes that they will harm their neighbor and not themselves. And Milo kind of like they don't, spoke I don't the truth. Like they share walls. Yeah. You're, you're gonna get burned too, man. But I don't think they kind of thought it would ever get this far or will go farther. I th- also think Milo. He kind of said it there when he said like this isn't about policy. There is no policy Milo How would actually be happy that with. It would go that far. Though? Milo's like, just a deeply unhappy person. Yeah, I mean it is, and I. It was the Germans releasing linen to Russia? But this in hopes is the reason would like, fail you Russia can't only. convince Milo anything he can say isn't true. Like you, like Rogan can point out you're self hating. No, I'm not. And then four years later, be not gay anymore, but still not consider himself a self hating person. You want to know why? Like you could think that it would not get to this, and I, and like I kind of agree with Frank's point a little bit, and never really thought about it that way. Is that like, you know, like. <sighs> I don't know. I think the reason that it can get that you could think that it wouldn't get this way is because in the 200 years that we or 200 plus years that we've existed, we have not had it happen here yet. And we have spent that entire time uh Force feeding propaganda. Well, and the only time it has to, happened to was ourselves. The, the five years of the Civil War, and that was about something as big as slavery. Right. And there's no way, that, like, you would think that this weak ass shit could rip us apart. And I think it's always been popular in some. The crazy thing in that point, because I can't fathom it, is where do you draw the battle lines? Like, I, it, it, yeah, like, it, it's. At a certain point, po- I think, like, Shapiro has to go against Ye because Ye is saying, I like Hitler and Shapiro is Jewish, and that's going to end with concentration camps. But where does Milo, as an ex-gay, is he going to not be put in the camp? Because uh, he, re- like, do you think Hitler would have done that? Like, do you think that? Well, and, and, well, at some point, like, it stops becoming, like, this fucking <laughs> fantasy world that they live in, where, like, they're saying it because it sounds cool. It makes them feel strong to be, like, and, I, like, I'm not fucking innocent of that before. Or, like, I've, we've all been I've, teenagers who've been I, contrarians, I have right? said guillotine on this show many fucking times, <laughs> like. Like, it's a frustration thing. Also, I would love to ask Milo about his beliefs. Like, so you think you're getting to heaven now because you're not gay anymore. But when you were gay, were you evil? And all the things you were talking about were evil? Or do you forgive yourself for all? Like, where like, where do you draw the line on religion and being homosexual and trying to, like... I don't know. I feel like he would have some coked out answer. I really I do mean, think that's part of the problem. Like, he sounds like he's coked out to me. Yeah. And so, like, he's just saying shit. Like... I think he just I used to party. You, like you I, honestly, yeah, like the thing I think about Milo is that like his biggest accent or his biggest uh, Milo's biggest like fucking thing going for him is his accent. It's he sounds smart with a British accent. Yeah, to dumb, He's able to trick to idiot Americans, fucking brogan listeners, because he can speak <laughs> kind of cohesively quickly enough that you think like, oh, he knows a lot of shit. Yeah, and he does it with a pleasing tone. It's yeah, yeah. I don't know about cohesive. Oh, no, it's not. He does not, like, unlike Trump, unlike someone like Alex Jones, uh, Milo can finish a thought from time to time. 
He doesn't get wrapped up halfway and then forget what he was saying. He and finishes the thought, but the thought is delusion. I know, severely. but I, I believe that if you ask Milo at the end of a, a statement, you're like, what What question were you answering? He could do it. He could tell you what question he was answering. He yeah. can keep that in his mind. Okay. Shapiro people like probably Trump, could too. People ca- like uh, Alex uh, can't. Alex, yeah, no. The younger right. generation can. They're smart enough, Doesn't savvy it, enough. It honestly, I don't know if if Tim Pool can, but Tim Pool cannot. Tim Pool is the worst. He's, we'll have to do an episode on him because he is. Uh, uh, the most unenthusiastic host I've Kinda ever sounds heard like on it. a show. We have two more clips here with him, and it just sounds like he had no control over Milo at all. Like He's you no gotta g- have a little bit of control. I, I've heard him with a couple different guests at this point. He has no control over anybody. But they won what they needed. The no, house. No, they. They. they uh, what. What could they have done better? What could they it have was, done? It was. It was a bog standard or slightly unimpressive midterm in which the usual swing occurred. That is not what Republicans were expecting. Right. 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 They it's wanted not what they were hoping victory. for. That's not a victory. Um, when when something happens that always happens, that happens whether you campaign or not, that happens whether you do anything or not, that's not a victory. That's um, that's just, people perceive that as a kind of. Um, uh, as a sort of uh, um, almost like a weather event, you know, it's just part of the natural cycle of things. Yeah. There was no victory because there was nothing above and beyond what what um, the ordinary course of a midterm election. I, I understand what you're saying. That they needed something that proved something symbolic and something they of just, meaning. They just wanted the people who they feel are tearing their the fabric of their civilization apart. Um, uh, doing all kinds of things that we'll to talk, be talk about in the. Uh, no, to 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 suffer. Yeah, that's it. He just wants he's, the people he doesn't like to not that not he doesn't want his particular goals to get in. He just wants the people he doesn't like to be in pain. Well, and this is a guy who like we started out. It's a, the opposite of loving your neighbor, bro. Yeah, he, I'm sure Virgin the Virgin Mary would be so proud. He in her bronze glory. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> um, yeah, he just sounds like he's gotten darker since he got canceled and since yeah. he got. I mean, this is the problem with extremism. is It's it's like heroin. It's never enough. you got to keep upping the dosage to get that initial hit until you you're, get when you were 14 on a fucking 4chan Hitler yeah. message board. Until you're fucking Stuart Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last clip. You want to set it up? Um, th- this is the last clip of Tim Bull- Pull being a fucking doormat on his podcast. Um, I-, I have no doubt that the future episode we'll do about him will be the most boring episode we have ever done. Hmm. I've never heard him Maybe. make a topic like like I I think I could fall asleep to him like a human quaalude. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to see their they wanted to see the the um I forget what the Conan quote is I haven't seen it for twenty five years but um uh, you know they wanted that uh, was, uh, I, 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 the whatever the first the bit is the lamentations of their women they wanted shrieking they wanted the twenty sixteen right energy. right 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 they but wanted that, to see liberals panic um, but that's 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 nebulous in the sense that. By no, taking it's by, activistic. No, no, no. Look, it's I, activistic. I, right, right, it's but fundamental. Listen, listen. It's, by it's, winning the House, there can now be inquiries, investigations. Nobody cares about winning the House. Right, right. Uh, so, inti- so, so, so the, listen. The, nobody the, cares the, about winning the House. The so entire Republican base is now for at them peace with to the fact get that elections the, are the theater. retribution, for them to feel the satisfaction is simply their choice. They got what they could get. Now, I suppose they wanted no, to see no, a tremendous no, no, landslide they, victory. They didn't get what they could which get. Which wouldn't have changed anything procedurally. No, it would have felt no, good. No. Well, I would just no, say they didn't, the, get, they didn't yeah. get what they could get. They, were, they rightly intuit that they were robbed of this victory by people who should have had their backs. But what's the victory? What, is victory, the, what does victory look like? 
they wanted to see their own enemies humiliated. Right, uh, right, right. And, and, and they didn't. And the only and they reason didn't... they're not being humiliated is because Republicans are acting like they lost. N- no, no. I mean, no. Poole's wrong about that. Uh, He's not giving it up. No. Uh, he. I mean, he is wrong Poole, uh, uh, about. Poole has. I, I feel like Poole is just like trying to protect his own mental state. At that point, yeah, maybe. It's like, I'm not gonna say we're lost. I'm not gonna say we lost. You're not gonna yeah. make me do it. Way more. I've already staked my claim on we won, and the yeah. media is wrong on this one. Yeah, and I misread the room, but now I have to stick to my guns. Way more concerned about Milo's uh, mindset, though. Uh, oh, it's a horrible mindset. Like, yeah, that's we've the gone from poning fucking Hitler. Yeah, like, we. Yeah, we've gone from poning the libs to now straight up. That is literally like it's shit not enough. that Goebbels would say. Yeah. We right. don't want our enemies just crying. We want them fucking like we shaking want them in bleeding and broken. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, from these, fucking uh, troll to these uh, these <laughs> these fake Christians, just like these uh, fake patriots. They uh, they just conveniently forget to love thy neighbor, the second most important commandment according to Jesus. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is not love a, your housemate. It's in, it's in, I guess like it's in, in, red in the Bible. Case. It, it is in red in the Bible. <laughs> it means Jesus spoke that. He was, well, no, he wasn't more, I don't know. Man, so, like, we're not going to debate, right? No. I don't, no. Wait, why do you say he's a fascist? He's a fascist. Do you, do, you realize how, do you realize how offensive that is? I think he's a fascist. Why? Because he is. Okay. All right. So, okay, we've got a, a fascist. It gets me every time. Yeah. It will never not get me. We have got to start finding uh, people who aren't fascists. Yeah, people who aren't fascists. Like I, we problem. have other yeah. well, like, sound bites. It's so hard. he is the supreme grifter. Like he has figured out how to capitalize off of lowbrow grifting to the point that it is now like if you want your PhD in grifting at the lowbrow level, see Milo Yiannopoulos. Well, yeah. I mean, Kenneth tenured Cop- professor Keth- Kenneth Copeland has a university, so like, yeah. you have, <laughs> and like- Milo has an honorary degree. I don't, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> and you got revoked from <laughs> right. that too. They all have degrees from Donda Academy before it shut down. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous shit. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I'm good with that. That was fun. Not really. I mean, it was Milo. It was- you know. It's painfully funny. It it was de- kind of depressing that we had to go back painfully through the funny, entire painfully funny with a side of depression. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, that'll bring us to uh, the end of this one. So um, we will be back sometime soon, ish, whatever. Like we will be back when we are back. Um, but uh, yeah, before we go, Jim, do you mind telling the listeners how they can find us? I can. I actually have to delete my myself from from this part too uh we do have a facebook page and and they might be able to be found on twitter still i i i am not uh i deleted it off my phone not because i hate elon or anything like that it's because they fired like all of their uh cyber security people Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm just nice. like I'm not gonna be a part of that. I'm not gonna have it on my phone when somebody hacks into that Twitterverse. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I might be off pretty soon too. Yeah. Oh, I'm laziness thinking, has kept me on mostly. Uh, I'm thinking that like, I, I I would absolutely still have a Twitter if that wasn't a thing because I find it highly interesting to follow like all of my athletic stuff, like 
all the NHL stuff on Twitter is is very good news. That's how I got most of my news on the NHL, and now I have to do it the old-fashioned way. Google it. I I mean, you don't have to pitch them. Like, don't worry about it. You can you can find us on the internet places. Yeah. <laughs> you can find yeah. us on this fucking feed. I'm sure you can Google as your find, way. I'm sure somebody's monitoring at Real yeah. America. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> We can keep uh we'll, we'll well no because it's still attached to shit um whatever so we're probably making an announcement that we'll be <laughs> off Twitter soon we'll find we'll find another one maybe we'll do I don't know but you can uh, rate review us uh, like and subscribe uh, or uh, Patre- Patreon Patreon there's the other one yeah. You know. Patreon.com. Trying to do it from memory. I'm not as good as you. Slash. You know, like if American. somebody's gonna monitor our our Twitter, we should like go to the local library and use their computer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like stay that anonymous. I'm not gonna put that. <laughs> much go to the work Patreon so we can afford Neither a VPN. <laughs> so right on. Well, um, okay, that'll wrap us up for tonight. But uh, of course, before we do go, our dishonorable mention. You want to throw throw some names out because we. I mean, yay should be on the list. The uh, entire birthday party campaign at this point, yeah. as loose an organization as they are. Elon should probably be on the list is that, this is time. Is that really the, the name? That was what I he called it in 2016. Joke. No, that's what he ran it for. Right. In 12 states, at least. In 2020. Birthday, or 20, yeah, I'm sorry, 2020. Uh, yeah, we'll just say. He hasn't said what it's going to be. I mean, he was, he's open to change. He was he was a blunt deep whenever they asked him what you were going to name your party. He's like, I don't know, the birthday it, party. It was off his meds. I was <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Although I don't know, I saw him trying to make a joke about a net and a, a bottle of YooHoo for oh Net my Yahoo. So God, for three he might hours. have thought that was a killer it, fucking really? campaign. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Yeah. You, I don't want to. Benjamin Net and YooHoo. I guess is what he thought he was going for. Also a dated fucking reference because like Benjamin Netanyahu hasn't been the leader of Israel for a minute. Also, also <laughs> you who isn't really sold anymore, like you can find it yeah. someplace. Yeah. You, you, also admitted it went that, the like, way of Dunkaroos, man. Yay on that interview is like I just learned about Benjamin Netanyahu two weeks ago. I'm like, dude, he hasn't been what, You're the one who should power? talk about this like an yeah. expert. Yeah. Un American is a fever heart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condick, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. You know how I know that I'm not gay? Dogs don't bark at me.